that was <laughs> hello hello and welcome to the inglorious pastors podcast where we talk about spirituality news and our breakdown of today's top ccm hits <laughs> my name is michael basinger with me are brad polly hey matt polly hey together we are the inglorious pastors my entire top 10 is chris Noblin. um that's it's a it's a very lengthy list it's, you would almost say it's indescribable <laughs> Unattainable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> announcements: Dick Pounder's back, <laughs> and he back, and he back, and he back. Dick Pounder at Patreon. No, it's Patreon.com/slash Pastors Podcast. Pounder at get, Patreon. Get filled with Dick Pounder. <laughs> God. So also the pastors are doing Merton still. Pastors do Merton. Yep. We're, we're talking about Merton. Um, talking about the book New Seeds of Contemplation. Going a couple chapters a week. Yep. Yeah, just so, a, a fun. It's a freaking great book, man. Conversation. Yeah, it's kind of. A, we don't have to do a bunch of this bullshit. Yeah, right. We don't have for to anybody sh- that doesn't like <laughs> all the everything but foofy. Then just that. That's perfect for you. Five bucks a month. Yeah. Get yeah. you nuts. Get you nuts. Um. Uh. Also related to this episode, uh, I started a uh, pastors community church youth group playlist on Spotify. <laughs> So, just search pastors. It's nothing but mortification and deliverance, and uh, it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of it. So, uh, I just put it up in the pastors pub. Just boy, there were some there were some throwbacks on that list that were like, God, I forgot that band existed. Mm -hmm. Yep, there's. I listened. I listened to two and a quarter albums today of the old Christian hardcore I listened to. Yeah, at work. Six feet deep, sometimes Sunday, and I got two songs into fo- focus, and that was what nice. about uh, Everdown? Man, that was, oh, I, that I shit s- was my jam. Yeah, <laughs> anybody yeah. seen Richie? <laughs> Maybe I'll have to play some of that later. All right, uh, let's <laughs> get into it. We'll keep coming back till somebody please remember seeing hey, Richie. Hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been we see them in concert. Yeah, that was loud. Yeah, it was. Holy shit. Patreon.com slash Brian Odin music, I think. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I think that's it. I, think. I can't remember if there's a music at the end of it or not. You, you can you can do the hard work. Google it. Um, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a bunch of water, and then I'm just I'm drinking whiskey. I. Brad's giving up. I, I mean, I, I'm still in the holding pattern with my kidney stone, and it's like I've already got the damn thing, and I'm drinking probably a gallon and a half of water a day anyway. Yeah, so, so it's just going to flush it right on out. Is so, it like half an inch closer to being done or I pain in the I have same absolutely spot, no idea. I mean, it's moved a little bit. Geo so. tracker on that fucker? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> like, like a Domino's delivery system? Yeah. Yes, it's right it's, around the corner. Exactly like that. <laughs> it's right around the corner. Um, I'm drinking Hobgoblin, uh, a Witchwood Brewery, That's English Ruby Ale, um, as long as as well as some uh, whiskey. So. And I'm having. I'm finishing off a Sam Seventy Six Lager from dinner, and then I've got Old Saint Nick. Oh, I'm having the old. I didn't. I'm having the. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's it called? Rare Perfection, yeah. fifteen it's year. It's a rare perfection. It's this day and age. I mean, it is easily the best whiskey I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, so. it's good. And it's the old, very, this very old Saint Nick is a is a barrel strength, and mm-hmm. it's really freaking good too. Uh, yeah. So, if you like the bangers around, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Pastors Podcast. 
Uh, do we want to do a poetry corner? Yep. All right. I've got it. Um, let me find the dig, button. Where's the button? Polly's Poetry Corner. I have not figured out where that button is yet. Um, I feel like it's right around here. Here we go. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. They were Oscar Wilde at heart, and they ripped off Emerson. They put the come in comings. They put the dick in Dickinson. Welcome to the Polly's Poetry Corner. Take it away, Polly. This is called When All Hope Seems Lost. At rope's end, I callous my knees. I call upon God in my near hopelessness. That's why I picked this one. I alone am lame. He alone is strong. Broken bones and shattered soul lie upon the floor. I am bruised. He was torn. I flee from him, but he pursues. I fall to a crawl. He catches me, and I am joyfully lost in him. Amen. Is that about got a pushing rope? I love those callous knees. <laughs> callous knees because you're at the what? The end of your rope? Yeah. There's some heavy yes, imagery there, buddy. I know. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. That's why I picked that one. All right, um, this one is a modified version of what we, uh, it's a mashup of two different uh, segments together. So here we go, let's do uh, this one. Hey, oh. have a seat. This is the CCM Corner. All right, we used to do the uh, CCM Corner and, and just shit over one song. We're just going to each pick out, uh, our, instead of our music week, music this week, uh, we're going to do two songs. One that's just like a fun song. One that's sort of like we remember from our youth that was ridiculous. Okay. And the one that we remember that at the time was, was sort formative. of formative. Formative, meaningful, whatever. Yeah. Pseudo meaningfulness. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're prepared. I haven't even thought about this. I know you told me that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and it was my idea. All right. Uh, I don't so know a song yet. start with ridiculous. No, 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 do ridiculous last. Okay. Uh, Cademan's call. Uh, the song "Lead of Love." was really a huge song for me, especially there was one summer. I don't remember what, maybe the summer right before my senior, right before I got it's married. Weird, maybe. A Cadence Call song is my runner-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, it's one of the first songs I learned to play on guitar, too. So I, it's kind of got a special meaning to me. So What's it called again? Lead of Love. Are you going to play yeah. it? I, it's, yeah, I hit play. Is he muted, Michael? Capo 4 in D. <laughs> Looking back at the road so far, the churn has left its share of scars. Mostly from leaving the narrow and straight. What album was this on? Uh, well, their very first one. Back right before, whatever the one before 40 Acres was. A man is more than the sum of his deeds. And how you make good of this mess I've made is a profound mystery. 
like his voice. Oh, yeah. He yeah. had a great voice. Him and Derek Webb together. Yeah. What's his name? I don't remember. Not Derek Webb is his name. <laughs> That'd be Derek in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I really enjoyed that song, so. Okay. Nice. Brad, are we doing one uh, each? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Brad, do you have your serious song? Yep. If we need the heater, let me know. I was going to yeah, do a need Cadence the Call song. <laughs> okay, I'm letting we'll, you know. We'll take a break and we'll get the heater. No, I'm going to yeah. play the song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Waterdeep yeah. was a huge formative album. Ah. I can't believe uh, I didn't pick them, man. Jeez. It was a huge, hugely formative band for me, like at the time. They were based in Tennessee, and so being in college, they were huge at Johnson. Like huge. Went and saw them in concert a handful of times. Always put any freaking ridiculously good great show. Great show, man. Amazingly talented musicians, great lyricists. Just Don Chaffer, Don and Lori Chaffer mm-hmm. were the leads. Just freaking fantastic. Uh, this is off of their Sink or Swim album. Matt, do you know what song I'm going to play? Everybody's Beautiful? No. Oh, uh, 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 Sweet River Roll? No. Oh, I don't know then. And. Uh, the song oh, is called wrong, And. I'm on the wrong album. Yeah. Okay. Man, you almost have to play this whole damn song. The intro's forever. By the way, I realized today he's talking about the uh, Universal Christ. Yeah. The juice and the joints and yeah. the marrow of life. Yeah. yeah. It was my gold one to play this, and yeah. I finally did. I never, never got, got there. It. It didn't sound like Don Chaffer, but no. it was damn close. That part was hard. <laughs> it's octaves. Yeah. yeah. He had the best voice. Dude, it was unbelievable. It was excellent. Yeah. And the, just the nicest people ever, too. Yeah, they really are. So we talked to him after the show. Were you at the New City Cafe show? Yeah. I tried to get him to play at my wedding. Yeah. I have that set list. <laughs> I have that set list still. I tried to get him to play at my wedding. Their anniversary, Don and Lori's, is the day before mine at Mandy's. Oh, yeah. So. I have to break water. This song is just fucking ridiculously yeah. good. The connecting force. I mean, it's yeah. There's a bunch Before of verses. Before the, yeah. the chorus. <laughs> so I, I won't play any more, but it's... Yeah, skip to the chorus, at least. Ah, fuck it. Just play it. We got, we're fine. <laughs> just let it play. It's our podcast. Can we send Don and Lori 10 bucks or something? Yeah. <laughs> I've sent them plenty of money over the years. And the distance doesn't take too long for you to cover it. And when you reach me, you just blow these things apart. But you clear the crowd that's gathered around the crisis of my 
That's nostalgia and that's doing something in yeah. here. Like that's I was listening to it today. Oh here's the chorus. And is the juice of the joints of emotional life. And is a love that is between God and his beautiful wife. And has two hands and two feet and a long lovely side. And rose three days after he was crucified. Hey, hey, hey. Man, I there Fucking are hell, dude. Like, there are only a handful of songs, and it, even like I said, I realized today. I think I was like, oh my god, he's talking about the cause, the universal yeah. Christ. Like back in the day, yeah. I had no language. I was like, oh, no. it was just about Jesus. It's like, no, it's yeah. more about more than that. Yeah. So, but there are very few songs that when I still when I listen to them, like almost bring me to tears that every was, time. That, that, one, that one, almost every time. Yeah. Does is he still like making music and stuff, or what's I going on? Don't, yeah, they are. They, are they still? Yeah, they put an album out a couple years ago, actually. I know um, he's done some like they, they plays. May, they may and, have a Kickstarter going right now. Now I think. About oh yeah, it. he's written some plays and different. Whatever he wants to come and, on and promote that. I dude, I would love to talk. <laughs> I'm friends to him. with him on Facebook. I, well, are you really? <laughs> I am. Yeah. I followed yeah. him on Twitter. I bet but he would. I'm, I'm not on I bet there. they both come on. I mean, I, it's worth a shot. I fr- yeah. Dude, I mean, I can't tell you how much their music meant to there me are very back few, in the day. very few bands from college I still listen to, and yeah. that's one of them. Yep. yep. That's awesome. Even if I don't agree theologically with uh, a lot of it, I don't, I don't even care. care. Like, it's the stories. music's he good. He tells stories, He tells man. great stories. Yeah, man, I'm about to go on a water mm-hmm. deep binge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, mine, mine uh, so, so I've changed my mind like four times since we started this. Um, <laughs> first, I was going to do Prove Me Wrong, Caden's Call, and then, just because you reminded me of Caden's Call, and then uh, In the Light by DC Talk, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Why not? Be it's the second CD I ever know I ever owned. The first CD I ever owned was a, shine, shine. was a split CD of Charlie Peacock who wrote that song and Sarah Mason. So, oh, um, eh, so um, what I landed on, and then I thought, let's. I'm going to do all the poor and powerless, like the the, church, the song we did oh, with yeah. the church so much. But I felt like that <laughs> boy was too, did we ever. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was uh, a, a too too reason of a song. So um, I am choosing this song. Well, sorry, we're we're distracted. We're watching Matt yeah. wheel this massive freaking heater around the. Yeah. T- around what is on? Dude, the top what is of there? on the top of that? What did you say? Jesus, looks like somebody laid a cherry sucker on it and just melted cherry cup. <laughs> Some toxic shit. It's a bat guano. <laughs> the great white bat. It has great white, great white guano. Uh. Anyway, so um, I I landed on this one. Um, so my when I was in high school, my dad got sick uh, really bad and had a surgery, and the surgery went really really poorly. He ended up in a co- in a coma, and so we were up at the um, the ICU for for several days, just sleeping on benches in their 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 area. And um, around that time, it was. Um, the time that all the like the stomach stapling surgeries were going on, yeah, yeah, and we saw so there's a room inside the ICU for them to basically go in and talk to families and tell them that their loved one didn't make it, and I saw four people, four different families in the time that I was there going in, and three of them were because of those surgeries that just didn't huh. didn't go well, um, but it was just, it was, I mean. 
it was very very uh scary i thought for sure i was gonna sure. gonna gonna lose my dad um and um i had just bought this cd um by delirious and it's called world service um and uh this is actually this is a song i remember listening to um uh, and this was what kind of got me through that. So it's called uh, Mountain's High. Sorrow came to visit us today Was the longest day Was the loneliest day Sorrow came to steal our hope away only tears can tell of this holy hour. This mountain's high, too high for us. This mountain's high, too high for us. Too Sorrow came quicker than a fire Was the longest day Was the loneliest day I feel your hand, the warmth, your sweetest smile But you slipped away Through the great divide This man Mountains high, too high for us. This mountain's high, too high for us. This mountain's high, too high for us. This mountain's high, too high for us. It just yeah. continues to yeah, it's fucking good, build. It's got great dynamics. Yep. Yeah, sure. So, yep. So that's my serious one. Nice, man. That's. I'm a sucker for piano shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> like we're just a voice and a piano. Yeah. Total sucker for that. Yeah. All right. Take us away. This is my. This was my intro to to the raps. Oh, I can't wait. Oh no, dude! I was gonna do a rap one too. I hope it's the same song, so <laughs> I can do a different one. The album is Redeemed Hoodlum. Oh my god! I forgot the about artist, this guy. T-Bone. I forgot about T-Bone. Dude, we Dude. ate this guy up. I, I The song is Lyrical Assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it last night. <laughs> it sounds like Cypress Hill. Yeah, I remember. I remember he was very Cypress Hill. Like, he literally was just like, he just ripped off their shtick. Blinking, I'm thinking it's all over when I go out drinking. Oh, making my mind slow. That's why I don't fuck with the big Oh, bro, I got to maintain. It literally works. Biggity Baskin Robbins. Yeah, I. Boy. God, I forgot about that guy. That's great. I own the CD, man. I own that fucking CD. 
I think I had it too, or maybe I just listened to your copy. Yeah. I don't remember. There we go. Buck, buck, buck. Boy, I remember. Do you remember when our friend had a? He put a huge system. He had a four. He had a, a, a geo tracker. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he put a huge system in it that about Booger. shook it off the. Yeah. About shook it off the uh, axles. God. And we used to we used to listen to that album. I remember. Oh man, boy, that. God, it's amazing how much of ninety, especially nineties Christian music. That it was just like, an artist would just go, okay, I like, I don't want to cuss a bunch, but I really like Cypress Hill. Oh, so they I'm had just gonna, in like Berean Christian bookstore. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I'm just going to, I can't, you know, I don't want to cuss. I'm going to be the Christian version of Cypress Hill or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. was aping somebody. Yep. We were talking about the band Sometime Sunday today. I was like, yeah. oh, is that the Seven Mary Three yeah, ripoff? it is. It- <laughs> yeah. That was a fun album to listen to today. I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, here's a here's a not fun album to listen to. Uh, I tried. Um, uh, this this band is uh, called the OC Supertones. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. This is from Adventures of the OC. Michael's about that's that. the first album. Yeah, Michael's about to come. I played. I played. Dude, I love. I that played shit. this album. Yeah. There, I only really listened to their first two. Yeah, and then I just kind of stopped listening. Those to Those are Scott. the best two. But like. This album, I wore it out. Yeah, I had it on CD. I wore it out, yeah. and I think was this the tour that we went and saw him, or was it? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was the other. T- I think it was the other two. Anyway, yeah. this song is called "Never Want to Fall." The, the, yeah, the lyrics <laughs> are so they're so yeah. hokey. The, the music's uh, so terrible. It's that Calvary Chapel shit, is, man. man. All those guys came out of Calvary yeah. Chapel. All right, here we go. Here, here goes literally <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I love my booze. Betty had never drank before. Yeah, absolutely. He's literally just, yeah. God, it's so bad. Fall down. Fall down. I did some righteous skanking to that song back did in you? the day. All right. Just put your Mighty uh, Mighty Boston's t-shirt on. I'm doing a twofer. I don't care what you say. Uh, here's the first one. This is from the Audio Adrenaline uh, self-titled debut that came out in 1992. Yes. Uh, I wanted to play two songs on here. Man, this I remember this album. This one had DC-10. I saw them on this tour. Yeah, I did too. Fun fact, this was my first ever concert. Yeah. Ever. I think it was mine too. It was like a in Terre Haute. Yeah, I remember the weather was shit, and we sat right by the speakers. I was yeah. deaf for days. That didn't have a drummer. He played a drum. Yeah, I know. Wow. Show your mother that Jesus really loves her. P D D A. That's the All right. Uh, wow, boy. And then, that's of course, 
That's Man. a turd. I do remember we went to that concert and we were yeah. like, wait, he didn't even have a drummer? Like, yeah. He just plays a drum You know pad? who we went to see was Bride, and we didn't even see him. That's Fucking right. Bob Herdman, man. I remember the weather was Killed just that night. It rained all day. Rain all day. We were shoved under a small tent. Yeah. Fell on your head and you lay under the ground all messy and dead in a back truck ran over you. You suddenly died in your Sunday pew. Man. You know where you're going to go? Where you going to go? Where you going to go? What if you died? Do you know where you're going to go? Anywhere where audio drilling. You know what? You know what? You know what really sucks? Like, I try not to live with a lot of regrets and, like, look back on past stuff and regret it because it doesn't do any good. But the fact that I could have been listening to, like, Nick Cave and I was listening to that shit, would you, but would you have appreciated it? Probably not. Yeah, you have to have the low lows to get the high highs. Man. I mean, I do. I listen to like early '90s and mid '90s Nick Cave, and I'm like, I could have been listening to this. Like, could have been listening to Murder Ballads and yeah. Bo- Boatsman's Call, and I mean, just like <sighs> Cademan's brother. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's as much. Well, if it is, it's as much better looking brother. Yeah. Um, um, all right, let's go. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, do we do fat bastards? Uh, fat bastards. Yeah, yeah. we got to do some um, prep. So. All right, you go ahead and get started off. Oh, Jiggles here, what's up with that name? People think I'm funny, people think I'm strange. Rolling on up in the passive pub. Eating it up, eating the grub. Say now, nah, give me that, give me that, give me that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that food. I want that, I want that, I want that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that food. Don't you want to be, want to be a fat bastard? Want to be a fat bastard? We all want to be, want to be a fat bastard. want to be, want to be a fat bastard. audio journal oh, of this podcast that was Matt breaking a glass oh shit can we take a pause yeah hey Matt how's it going fuck me sideways man I have my mic fuck me sideways <laughs> Jesus you know, it, I don't care about the glass. It's more the most mad thing ever happened to drop a hundred and forty dollar whiskey on the ground and shatter the glass. And oh, jeez, like was it one hundred and forty or was it more than that? It was a lot. I don't know. The old Saint Nick? No, it was. Oh, you had old Saint Nick. Oh, thank right. God for that. Well, that wasn't cheap either. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We don't buy cheap anything. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was the most. I do for my I've house. I, I, just, I yeah, I whatever. All right, uh, Brad, take it's us what, away it's here. Whatever. Okay, right. so uh, I just. I'm getting all these weird ads lately on like Instagram for just weird ass foods and stuff. I don't know why. I just get hinte stuff. I don't know what's up with you. You <laughs> what? That's not normal. It's just some, what some octopus slapping some girl's tits <laughs> off or what? <laughs> Jesus. Um. Just kidding. I do not enjoy hinte. Um. Is it hinte or hentai? I don't know. No. Have we had this discussion at some I'm point? Not, obviously, know, I'm probably. not well versed. Anyway, in the, so I got this ad uh, from a, a company called Barnacle, out of uh, Alaska, and I was immediately hooked and immediately started went to their website. <laughs> no. Barnacle season, and get it. started so and started ordering shit. So I got. Uh, they make products. A lot of the products out of kelp, mm-hmm. bull kelp. So if you don't know what a bull kelp is. <laughs> Bull kelp. Is this bald nuts? Bull kelp. They um. Bull kelp. They uh. Kelp. It can grow like ten feet a day, so it's like super renewable. Same. But no. So 
but, it has, but only for a few minutes. So anyway, they make like Jar Jar Binks tongue. Their their original <laughs> their original thing is kelp pickles. So I got some kelp pickles, and we then we got first? yeah, we'll do those first, and then we got kelp salsa, and uh, then I got spruce tip jelly, which is not made of kelp, but I'm assuming that's pre made from a spruce tree, so. probably. <laughs> So right. let's do the the just, dill just the, the dill just pickles first. Which one? The curry? The dill dill. Oh, first. the dill. The dill. Okay. All right. Ah, no. It's all right. Yeah, it's like a. It tastes like a pickle. Tastes like a pickle. No, it tastes like pond water. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it does. No, bro. it fucking does. Have you not spent time in a lake before? Yeah, I have, Michael. It it literally just tastes like a pickle. No, it's lake water. Oh my god! All right, oh. let's do the curry curry kelp pickles. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. That's excellent. Oh, dude, if you like curry, those are better. Yeah. Those are really good. Tastes like that. That one does. Library. (laughs) You're just saying shit. You're just saying fucking words now. No, it doesn't taste like um, a goddamn library. I will say, I did get a little bit. I did get a little. I did get (laughs) a little bit of. I did get a little bit of the C in that one initially. Yeah, it's definitely. But then it's definitely curry, which I love curry. I hate seafood. Dude, I'd put those. I'd put those on. Lake water. Any sandwich I was eating. Yeah, I would so. too. All right, let's do the salsa. Oh, yeah. Pass. Oh, come on, Michael. No, I really don't like this. It's salsa. No. That tasted just like nothing but salsa. Well, it's like no fucking SpongeBob SquarePants salsa, no, maybe. No, no. Well, I'll be right back. I gotta go get some salsa. You don't get, a, you don't get a hint. You don't get a hint of kelp in that, and you you don't. There's no I don't, way. I don't think that you understand my palate for lake water. <laughs> no, I don't understand your palate. I you have a palate? lot of it. Wait, wait, wait. My palate for lake water. I've spent a lot of time in a lot of lakes that definitely tastes like lake water. It doesn't, but okay. That okay. Let's go to a lake right now. All right, uh, spruce tip jelly. Oh. Let's do this. This is where one of us finds out we're allergic to spruce. <laughs> oh, that's mm. awesome. That's good. Yeah, I can get behind Dude, that. Dude, that's great. I'm taking a jar of that. Damn, that's tasty. That is, re- that is fantastic. Yeah, that's solid. Even on a tortilla chip. i tell you what's weird. It doesn't taste like spruce. I was expecting it to taste kind of piney. Do you get that at all? No. I don't but it, but it's a it's a very unique flavor. Man, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. God, I'm a fan that's of that. fantastic. Okay, so I'm gonna give the uh, I'm gonna give the dill ones uh, three Sarah Palins. I'm gonna give <laughs> the curry. I'm gonna give those four Sarah Palins. I'll give the salsa four Sarah Palins, and I'll give the jelly four and a half. Yeah, I'm those about are, I'm right with you there. Mm-hmm, those are good. Yeah, Michael, you get um, one one. One, 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 and then whatever the uh, last one was, let's do. I'll do. I'll do four. I think it's probably more like a three, but compared to the other ones, it's it's way up there. <laughs> You're a ridiculous person. All right. <laughs> My God. Glad we got that uh, settled there. Boy, that's we got more snacks coming. They're, they're going to deliver tomorrow. Are we doing bright side? No. Sure. Play, play the song. All right. Hold on a minute. I mean, that salsa is killer. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. He just dropped a glass of whiskey. look on the light side of life. 
already know what your bright side is. It's that Lucas was here today. Was he shirtless? I, I saw him as they were pulling out. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So is this going all the way through the back, too? Oh, yeah. Jeez, why mm-hmm. are you covering your front yard with a fence? So my dog can come out? But... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So we can let the dog out in front or the back. Who? If we're going to spin them, it wasn't that going to be that much more to I'm just to asking do. a question. You don't have to get defensive. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> you I'm telling you. Got who, who, I'm telling who let, you. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Uh, Michael, I did. It was it, the the expense was going to be to do the whole thing was not as not much more than doing are half gonna, of it or a quarter or Are a you going to get a, you going to get another dog? No. Uh no, Boston's aren't Really, they're more of like a one dog house type of thing. Um, they don't play well with others. Is that like a one tree hill? You know, there was there was a, a to- there was a there was a toddler crawling out, crawling nice. over here the other day. Chad Michael Murray is somewhere smiling. <laughs> we had the dog on the leash yesterday, and there was a child crawled up the other neighbor's driveway. The dog took off after it, trying to. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's like oh no, that's not a dog. I know you could think that. What but... about what about a goat? You can get a goat. Uh, I did look at baby goat prices the other day. You would have to cut your grass. I'm not. I'm not, but I did look at baby goat. You would have to cut your grass. God, that would be so on brand for you. What would you do with a goat? If you're not going to eat the goddamn thing, there's no (laughs) way. I get the baby goat. Yeah, yeah. You pygmy goats. You you milk it, and then you can make goat soap. You can milk anything with nipples. (laughs) Goat soap. Wouldn't you want some goat soap? Yeah, you can make goat soap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Goat's milk soap. Sell at the farmer's market. Sold it fresh time. For <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to get enough goat out, or enough <laughs> milk out of one baby pygmy goat. <laughs> sell, to sell, matter. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you say that. You just have to squeeze them harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bryce, I, Brad, what do you got? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I the, we're getting a fence paid. I mean, I guess that that's bright side. I. It, I've been nowhere but work and home. Like I haven't done you have jack a job. shit. That's a bright. Side. No, I do. I've done that already. I mean, way to be grateful, Matt. No, fuck you. I was I grateful like two weeks ago. I was grateful two weeks ago. I said I talked about that two weeks ago. I was grateful I have a job. I even talked about my job last by week. By the way, by the way, we're gonna put that on Matt's tombstone. I was grateful two, <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. We uh, uh, St. Lucas in uh, is building us a fence. So uh, a picket fence. It's gonna be a white picket fence. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, wasn't uh, Michael so Chiklis in a show about that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> well, it took us 206 episodes to get a Michael Chiklis reference. I'm pretty sure he was in a show called Picket Fences. Can you? Well, he was fact in the check, Shield. Fact checking it for no, me. No, that was called the Shield, Michael. No, he was in a show called Picket Fences. Are you looking at? Yeah, Michael Chiklis. How do you Chiklis? Chiklis. C H I K L I S. Picket Fences. I think it's a show. He looks like it was good. called. It was called Michael Chiklis's picket fences. <laughs> Pretty sure Michael Chiklis picket fence. What what year? I don't know. <laughs> I I see no picket in fence in the eighties. Hold on. All right. No, me. Miami Vice. Eighties. Miami no, Vice. 90s, Michael Chiklis 90s. wasn't. A, he wasn't around in Michael the Michael Chiklis. Yeah, he, he was in an episode of Miami Vice. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Picket fences. He played. Show. He, he played Tubbs's lover. Yeah, he was in a show called Picket Fences. I swear to ever loving. It's God. not on here, so no, he wasn't. It's uh, not on Wikipedia. You might look at uh, at. Uh, I love that we're arguing about Michael Chiklis right now. <laughs> can I there do my was br- there was a show called Picket Fences? Well, oh God, he wasn't Michael. fucking on it. So, <laughs> God, can we move on? All right, Brad, on. your bright side. <laughs> you know he's not going to move on, right? My, my I bright find s- out why I thought Michael my Chiklis was in Picket Fences. Brad, you and I will. It was the Mandela effect. Everybody everybody thinks Michael Chiklis was in picket fences. <laughs> God. 
Uh, I had I, Lucas is uh, Lucas a, Lucas St. Lucas is building us a fence for the dog. So right. we're currently spending more money on the dog than we've ever spent on the children. Yeah, so. well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's just it's just easier that way. We don't have to put her on a leash. She can run around the whole yard. I mean, so it's hundred bucks. I, I give it a week before she figures out a way to dig under it. She does. She's not really been a digger. Right. So I give it a week. Okay, we'll see. She's a wily bastard. Yeah, that she kind of is. Mm-hmm. Brad. Um, I'm just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm doing really well. Like, I, there was something about preparing for last week's episode and the, and talk, talking about fear mm-hmm. that has flipped a switch in me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned, like, I'm still dealing with the kidney stone or whatever the hell is going on with me. Like, but I'm just, I mean, I, there's nothing I can do. I'm just drinking a shitload of water yeah. and waiting. Yep. And I was thinking of the commish. <laughs> there it is. I knew he was going to push through. You knew mm-hmm. if it took him an hour and a half, he was going to power right on through yeah, that. Yeah. I was thinking of something. I could see how you get the commission picket commish. fences mixed up. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, uh, and, and, you know, dealing with the virus and economic uncertainty, and I'm just weirdly peaceful i don't know i don't know what i don't know why you know i was normally speaking i mean i I talked about last week like i've got a ct scan it's it's coming up friday yeah and normally i would just be like kind of i've have a shitload of anxiety about it because you know she used the word cancer even though she said that chances are pretty slim right and normally I would just be losing my shit about that, but I'm like, yeah, you I'm, would. I would. I mean, but I'm just every once in a while it'll cross my mind, and then I, I immediately go back to what we talked about last week, where it's like I'm not going to rob myself of the present by worrying about a future that may not happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just I snap right back out of it. It's like I'm glad we could teach uh, you something, Brad. That was my thought, motherfucker. <laughs> but like, but like we so, talked, but like we talked about, you didn't just come to that. No. You've been practicing that for a yeah. while. So, and I don't know. And there's probably going to be moments where I, I, I don't know, but. You know, I, I've been my in the, in the few times that I have worked, I I haven't been anxious about it. I haven't, yeah. whereas before I was. Now it's just like, yeah, I, I, re- I just there's no reason for me. Like if I if I I can't continue to worry about am I going to get this thing? Am I going to get this thing? I have to just live my life in right now in the present responsibly of course yeah yeah, Yeah. i'm not i'm not protesting you you do what you can do whatever you do what you you do what you can do right i mean i wear my mask when i work and i you know i'm washing my hands to the point where i'm basically down to bone yeah uh but you're down to bone i'm down to bone i I knew it as soon as i said it i regretted it um but uh i don't know i've just i'm just weirdly at peace right now and Normally, when I get in those head spaces, I would generally be thinking, oh, it's just so what what bad is about to happen to me? Yeah, I'm not in. I, I don't whatever, man. Like, I, I, I just at this point, I just I'll deal with whatever comes to me when whatever that is with this kidney stone, if that's what it is. I'll deal with the excruciating pain when it comes. I'm not going to sit and worry about it. I'm just going to deal with it when it gets here and we'll just move on from there. And then if it's something else worse, I'll deal with that. Yeah. So I don't know. I last week's preparing for last week's episode and really thinking through a lot of that and dealing with it has helped. So hopefully it helps somebody else too. Glad I think it did. did. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, we got some comments to that effect. I mean, so. Um, my highlight is Brad saying he's down to bone. <laughs> All right, can we move That's, on now? I think that might make my top ten of the year. I haven't decided yet. Still working it out. It's been a slow year. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Actually, uh, there's been a lot going on. Well, okay, so... Uh, it's been 12 months crammed into four. Yeah, I know. Okay. Just I said going, months, Michael, Michael okay. not inches. Keep I said going, months. Michael. God. Well, there's 12 Michael, inches... Michael, eyes in. on the prize. Keep keep talking. Nope. Nope. We're doing we're doing bright side right now. What do you have? Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I've, I've started going on walks with my kids. Um, it's been good. Yeah. So we, uh, I, I mowed the grass last week, first time ever <laughs> for this year. Like I waited way too long. Uh, mowed the grass. Is that a euphemism? No, I mean, okay. well, it can be if you want it to be. <laughs> um, I mowed the grass. Yeah, and uh, then uh, we started going on a walk. We, we, I, I mow a, a path through my property, um, so we started going on walks on that path. So it's good. Cool. Nice. Good, good, good. Um, all right. Well, do we have time for it? I don't think we have time for news feed. Oh, man. No, probably not. Is there anything else we can shove in during this time? No, we'll just have to wait and do it afterwards. We could do our own music segment. <clears throat> no, we've already done music. Yeah, I don't have any more. All right. It's all been... I could play T-Bone for the next 15 minutes. I could play some more Supertones. Yeah, let's play some more Supertones. No, we're not going to do that. I could play Focus. Play Focus? No. Oh, Everdown. We were going to talk about Everdown. No. Let's play... Better shitty music. Hold on, let's see if I have Everdown. I think I've I got have it. it. I've got it too. I've got it right here. System of an Everdown. You got it? Yeah. By the way, that anybody seen Richie clip is a Steven Seagal movie. Anybody seen Richie? Yeah, it's Steven Seagal. Huh? Huh? Yeah. I'm going to keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. Boy, we saw these guys. It was so in a tent. Yeah, at Cornerstone. God, it was loud. Boy, what do you know? It's about hell. I love these guys. I did too. Oh yeah, this one's about drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got some. All right, all right. Let's, let's, let's play a game. All right. all right, the game is see if you can name which artist this is. <laughs> okay, we just right, call and, this Killing Time. And this is all from uh, the Pastors Community Church Youth Group oh, playlist. I didn't so, know a lot of the artists. That, that's all right. Uh, so I'm just gonna play some. See if you if you can guess. I'll, I'll try and do some uh, some easy ones here. Uh, here we go. First one to get it. What gets? Gets a point. I'll go a little bit easier next time. Sixpence? Yep. Oh, That's okay. it. Sixpence wow. on the wrencher. I, w- I never really got into them much. It's one for Matt? Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's one. <laughs> it's uh, the band Frodo of the Shire. Roy Rogers? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman. Game nope. Off. Michael W. Smith. Yep. Saddle up your horses? No. And Matt really? was right. It's Michael W. Smith. Set up your horses as Stephen Curtis oh, Chapman. I don't, but they're the same person. 
I'm gonna get the chorus. Oh, this is the same dude. song we were just playing. I literally can't even with this. Alright, here we go. I never got into him either. Uh, this is uh, God, uh, P.O.D. Yes. Yeah. Brad's on the board. Youth of the Nation. It's a good freaking yeah, song. It's it is a good, good album. Yeah. This Everyone, album still kind of holds up. It's fun. I downloaded like an Essentials P.O.D. playlist and I listened to it. I was like, yeah, it's it's you it's know, fine. It's, some of it I'm like, eh. All right, here's the next one. Jeff Moore in the distance. Nope. Lewis in the news. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Jeff Moore in the distance was the Huey Lewis yeah, in the news exactly, knockoff. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. You're not going to get that if you don't know. No. It's uh, FFH. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Dude, I don't FFH. FFH. All right, here we go. Oh, jars, <laughs> come on. All right, Brad, it's tied up two to two. Oh, you're going to count yeah, that? that? Everybody counts. fucking knew Yeah, but that. I said it before you, you did. It oh, whatever. All right. Um, uh, okay, here we go. DC Talk. Damn All right. Yeah. I, ah. All right, uh, here we go. Five Iron Frenzy. Yep. Shit. Just Matt just horns. takes four real quick. All right. Uh Oh, uh, uh, Newsboys. Ah. God damn it. <laughs> Matt got it was right there. Like, <laughs> five to two. Matt's got five. All right. Uh, hey, audio drilling. Ah. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's whose brain works faster. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we got three to five. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, uh. Nothing but a chemical in my head. Switchfoot. Switch yep. Oh. Ah. Brad, is that four now? Yeah. Yep. Four, four to five. All right. Um, let's see. We're going is that to, from, what album is that from? It's from uh, uh, Life of Chin. Oh, Legend of Chin. Legend of Chin, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I don't think you'll get this one. So <laughs> we'll see if you get it. Well, I have that. Have some phaser. Jeez. <laughs> Grandma Train. Oh yeah. Shit. I had uh, this album. It's a pretty decent yeah. album. I mean, it was a decent album at the time. They were kind of a Seven Mary Three yeah. ripoff too, a little bit. All right. Um, well, there's so many bands ripping off Seven Mary Three. They weren't that good. I know. No. All right. Here's a deep cut. Let's see if you get this one. Poor old Lou. Oh, oh man. man. I, uh, it's been a long time. C.S. Lewis deep cut. All right. Yeah. So how many do you have? Six. Five, He's six, got six. I got four. All right. We're going to seven. Or do you want to go to eight? Uh, seven's fine. Seven's, seven's fine. Right, and, cool. uh, this bit has been played <laughs> out. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman. Nope. Michael W. Smith. You just, you, you just shot. Yeah, that's fire. what we've been doing, Michael. No. 
Uh, I... Jeff Moore in the distance. Petra? Petra, yes! yes! Ah! Yeah! That was a half Petra. second behind. All right, Brad, little, so you've got... little John Schlitt action. It's five to it's six. Five to six. Big old All right. steaming pile of shit. All right, let me see if I can come up with something good here. Let's do... No, you can't. Just <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, okay, I, I got an idea. I'm going to type one in. Matt, do you remember the band Johnny Q Public? I love them. Loved that album. Yeah, they album put out one album. Two. They put out two. Oh, did they put out two? Yeah. You just work in that high hat. Blank guy. Yeah, right. All right. All right, Matt one. This concludes uh, songs from, yeah. what is this? CCM. Yeah. The, no, it's a Pastors look. Community Church uh, youth group playlist. Yeah. Yeah, on Spotify. What is this? Johnny Q Public. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a great album, man. It was a good album. Yeah. I wonder if it holds up at all. They were, I mean, some of these bands, like, it's definitely 90s. Very much so. Yeah. Plank Eye's 90s. But, even, you know, I listened to Plank Eye a few months ago. They're good. They were kind of ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah. they were. Them, Stave Saker, like, some of those tooth and nail bands were. Plank Eye. Dude, I this, just, the album Friction by Stave Saker was so freaking great. Uh, it was all Calvinist bullshit theology. Yeah. But musically, it's so good. Speakeasy's their best album. You guys remember this guy? A long time. Uh, a long time. All right. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone Kirk Franklin. Far, yeah. You think we've got to <laughs> radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard oh, yeah. nothing yet. This is on MTV. Know, Was it really? Yeah. Did he admit to being a porn addict a few years ago? I don't remember. I mean... Who fucking was? I mean, I mean, weren't we all? Yeah, I mean, seriously. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying that in a judgmental way, but no. I think he did. Like, I think he went on like TBN or something to like confess and because you know, why would you do that? I What's know. the point? Why, why not just stop doing it? Did, did we explain there's a reason we're doing all the CCM music? No. <laughs> Should we? Oh yeah. Well, let's do the uh, let's do the um, <laughs> the song for the next segment. Let me see here. Right. There's a song for the segment. Well, just in terms of the the, the foofy. Oh yeah, no, it's not foofy. We haven't done newsfeed yet. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Fuck it. We won't do it. We'll be back. We won't do it live. Yeah. We won't <laughs> do it, it live. We won't do it live. All right. Bye. All right, I got uh, one from Stephanie Rice, friend of the podcast, hey. Stephanie Rice. This is from Toronto Sun. <laughs> Toronto. All right, uh, remember... What country that's in, Michael? Uh, Canada? Yep. Uh, remember to wear your pants when checking the mail, say the uh, Maryland police. No pants, no mail. Uh, police in Maryland are telling residents, uh, put your pants on before you go check the mail. 
I feel like that's uh the Taney Town, Taney Town, uh, Taney Town. Taney, you know the thing is though, Taney like Town I was Police thinking Department. about that kind of stuff. Like in our community is already like you go to Walmart and everybody's wearing like tank tops and pajama pants. So like I was thinking like this pandemic is just going to make that a hundred times worse because nobody's wearing like actual clothing. I wore jeans and a decent like long sleeve shirt tonight just to for a change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now I'm either wearing sweatpants or shorts at home or I'm wearing work or work clothes. That's it. I wanted to wear jeans. It's been like weeks. Well, occasionally, like, I mean, I still shave. Like, I'll occasionally... Yeah, I haven't shaved. I've got a mustache. Occasionally, quaff my hair, like just so you feel normal. I know. Like it just. I'm I'm going from work to home. This whole thing is so weird. Can you send me a picture next time you quaff? I'll send you a picture next time I quaff my hair, Michael. So this is the the Taney Town Police Department. This was the update. Taney Town. Uh, Taney Town. No, no taint. Taney Town. Just Tain. No, it's not Taney Town. Taney. Please remember to put pants on before leaving your house to check your mailbox. You know who you are. This is your final warning. I don't enjoy being naked. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think even what like, about like I, just underwear. No, I'll do that. But I mean, I think even if I live by myself, I wouldn't be a guy yeah, that just walks around naked. I'm, I would sleep. I sleep naked sometimes. I'm, do what? you? I can't. Occasionally. No, I can't do I'm, that. I'm a, I'm I do never sometimes. Nude. I go through phases. Cold never nude. <laughs> So I'm naked. I am naked in Excuse the shower. Me, do these effectively hide my thunder? <laughs> I am naked in the shower. Any other times, I'm at, at minimum wearing underwear and and socks. Do you wear socks while you have socks, uh, Michael? No, not always. Sometimes though. <laughs> Jesus always. Christ, man. <laughs> Not always, but when I do, I feel so bad for Sarah. Boy, is she a lucky lady. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, I just Son cannot bitch, not wear socks. Socks, really, are, Michael? Dude, barefoot is. I weird. don't hardly ever wear socks anymore. I'm not wearing socks you right feel, now. You should feel my fact. feet. They are so soft. supple. So Would so you call soft. them supple? No, they're, they're they're soft as a baby's bottom. A few nuggets of hair on top. Stop it. Strands. Stop it. Fucking stop it, man. <laughs> you, dude. Stop it. I'll sell, sell you a picture of my feet if you want one. Stop it. <laughs> Ten bucks. <laughs> stop it, Michael. So it's been, uh, this post has been shared 7,000 times and generated over 1,000 comments on Facebook. <laughs> uh, many thought the post was humorous. Oh, with one person commenting, I wonder if the locals will try to skirt the law. Get it? Get it? Didn't the government just skirt? claim pants are non-essential item? <laughs> Taney Town Police didn't provide any more details on the pants-wearing directive. Uh, the city has a population of close to 7,000 and is located 76 kilometers from north northwest of Baltimore. <laughs> oh, this is from the Toronto Sun. It's, they it's, use like, kilometers the, the, there. it's like the least precise Wait, directions the Toronto Sun. Heard. But the place is 76 yeah. kilometers from Baltimore. Northwest yeah, it's of in Baltimore. Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. It must be a slow news day in Canada. Well, you know, yeah. they, they actually have a, a competent leader. Yeah. <laughs> What's that like? Yeah, I know, right? So, so uh, thanks, Stephanie Rice. At this fucking Stephanie point, Rice. Congo does a more competent <laughs> yeah, leader. Know, seriously. Thanks, Stephanie Yeah, Rice. thanks, Stephanie. And yeah. no, I'm not going to wear fucking pants in the mailbox. So, <laughs> How right. much would you have to pay to take your pants off right now? Huh? He's had about four drinks, so probably yeah. not much. No, bucks. you've had five drinks. Fifty bucks. Fifty. That's it. Yeah. That seems a little high for me. It's a little high. Let's call it twenty. How much is in the pastor's account? Not, not <laughs> fifty bucks. 
Not 50 bucks. Well, Great. Maybe 50. Um, How am I going to buy the skull mugs? I don't know. <laughs> you better be buying the skull I'm mugs. I'm not buying the skull mugs. Really? Do we really need another set no, of mugs? No, we absolutely don't. We need. There's two Did things. Did we need any of the set there's, of mugs we have? Do we need any of the shit we buy? Did we need the fucking kelp? Pickles or whatever they were. No. Yeah, we, that was for the show. They were good though. Content. The skull mugs aren't for the show. No. Those will make great Instagram pictures. <laughs> we can do a TikTok with them. No, that, one's, a that one's to be an influencer. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we need the skull mugs for, <laughs> to get the the numbers on the gram up. God. <sighs> Got to get those likes. <laughs> Anyway, glorious bastards. If you want to follow us, I got a couple stories. <laughs> if we get the skull mugs, you'll see it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, dog found behind the wheel after high speed chase in Washington State. I'm pretty sure I did this last week. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did okay, a story well, about a dog one. driving. Did you? Okay. Was it in Washington State? Never yeah. Mind. All right, I'll <laughs> do another one. Different dog. Who cares? A uh, 93 year old woman goes viral when she tells the internet, "I need more beer." Nice. So that woman is all of us. No, this is fantastic. So it says, looks like good times are brewing for a beer loving 93 year old woman in Pennsylvania. Last week, Olive Veronesi Veronesi of Seminole, wait, Seminole, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Didn't know there were any Seminoles in Pennsylvania, uh, was facing a serious, was apparently they did, uh, was facing a serious (laughs) problem. She's quarantining herself to avoid catching the coronavirus, but her beer supply was running low. She said, I was on my last 12 cans. I have a beer every night. You know what? Beer has vitamins in it. It's good for you. <laughs> Fucking A, man. As long as you don't overdo it. This woman is our hero. What vitamins are in beer? Uh, it says well, beer contains... On well, hold on. Yeast. It says beer contains vitamin, selenium, right? B vitamins, phosphorus, folate, and niacin, as well as protein and fiber. Let's get this. Let's get her on the podcast for like running, 15 minutes. I would love to do folate. that. God, would, that'd be great. Dude, I'd be on board. Uh, it says, but desperate times require desperate solutions. Uh, so she had a, a relative photograph her. She's standing behind her door. Yeah, I saw the picture. Of and it, it, the sign, a handwritten sign that says she's holding up a can of Coors Light. And it says, I need more beer on she her sign. I, I don't know. Oh, I, damn. Possibly not. So uh, basically what happened is Coors Light caught up with it. And they oh. sent her 150 cans of Coors Jesus Light. Jesus Fucking A, man. Hey, that's I love almost it. half yeah. a year. It says, so yeah, I mean, I just think this is fantastic. I mean, well done to Coors Light. Yeah, yeah. It costs them nothing. It costs them nothing. 150 cans is nothing Nothing. to them. And it's just a fun... Yeah. She's 93. It's a feel-good story, If you want to drink yourself into oblivion at 93, go for it. I'm drinking myself into oblivion at 43. Well, uh, that's a different different topic for a different podcast. But, like, yeah. (laughs) That's next week. (laughs) Next next week. We talk about rampant alcoholism. Next week on Blossom. Uh, but yeah, this is, I, I think that's just a fantastic story. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think I've talked about this before, but my favorite Blossom episode is <laughs> the Aliens. I couldn't name one. That show was terrible. Yeah. Whoa. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Are you done, Brad? Yeah. All right. It's uh, great. Mom, you uh, can't tell me you didn't want a floppy hat like Blossom. I did not. I, I never watched, I, could, I don't think I ever watched an episode of Blossom. Wow. Mainly because that was in the stage where I wanted to just jerk it all the time, and there was nothing to jerk it to on that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was MP. just just while we're wow. on the while we're on, just just to be honest about it. What about it? the girl, the, the six, her neighbor, her friend, or whatever? I, I don't know. It was I MTV, late VH1, yeah. or 
uh, midnight, Cinemax after midnight the Skidamax through the Scrambler. Yeah, I mean, that was it. What on MTV were you jerking it to? There was plenty. It, I had a pretty active imagination. I started saying it, it didn't, didn't take much. It didn't take a lot. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Maybe that show, The Grind. You remember that show? Mm-hmm. I Might do not done. know The Grind. <laughs> yeah. It was literally just a dance show. Like, What's the, <laughs> remember What's the, the Bugle Boy commercial? I don't remember that. You jerk no. it to the Bugle you Boy? You jerk thing? it to a Bugle Boy? <laughs> if you'd seen this Bugle Boy, Bugle Boy commercial, you'd understand. <laughs> this is the best story ever. Yeah. <laughs> Please go on. Advertising no, I mean, Husky Jeans. No. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. No, it, it, it didn't feature any man. I can insert, assure you of that. <laughs> I can insert you. <laughs> no. It's probably on YouTube somewhere, I'm guessing. Who was in it? No, I, nobody like nobody knew, but it was. What kind of jeans? It like, wasn't jeans. It like had nothing to do jeans? with jeans. I, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. It had about. nothing to do with jeans. I got nothing. Did you type sexy bugle boy? I will. Commercial? I'm going to YouTube that shit. Yeah. Let's see. YouTube. Anyway, okay, boy. from the mirror, while Brad's looking that up. Did you did you bugle your boy down there? I bugle, <laughs> I bugle my boy repeatedly. Um, a mom was left completely gobsmacked after she found X-rated content inside her young daughter's Frozen 2 diary. Wait, what? Hold on. Go back again? Uh, Tony Alamos, 25, who has four kids at 25. Um, so she's been pregnant what? for a long time. Uh, Man, she's a machine gun for babies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, I... <laughs> it's a lot of babies. I, uh... What you got there, Brad? Nothing. There's nothing. I, I typed in sexy bugle boy commercial. Fucking nothing. A huh. bunch of kids that look like JTT. I don't know what that even is, Michael. Uh, Jonathan dude, Taylor I Thomas. Have absolutely no idea what you were talking about. There was some good Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercials back in the day, but yeah, there were. I, yeah, I, oh, I got it right here. What found it already? Mm-hmm. What was the keyword? What'd you type in? I put sexy bugle boy commercial. Wait, that's what I did. What? It's what the are second. You? It's the second one on here. It's, the one was, was a it cat. Was, it was no. already in his history, man. <laughs> nope. It's already. I got nothing. Nope, this so, is this so, is okay, definitely it. Let me ask you this. Okay. What? So, so I have just a logistical question. Okay. This is when oh, you mine just, says some results are hidden because restricted mode is turned on. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Okay, so so you were jerking it. This was before like <laughs> this is before DVR. Like okay. how the hell? Oh, this we're is because this is my seconds. son's account. Apparently, oh, he's been using my computer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead and X out of that. Okay, so, so you're talking about like, how were you ready? Were you just ready at at the ready? I ready don't. To get, I don't like remember. Michael. I don't remember. It was like because you couldn't years pause ago. that shit. Did you hit it? You hit record on the. I know it was like 30 years ago, Michael. I don't okay. know. Did you I'm just record on the VCR. <laughs> how else would you get it up and get it going? For that? that is a good question. It's a 30 seconds. Are you just cruising through the channels, <laughs> looking I, for that? Commercial? I don't, Michael. I don't know. Right, play it. Play it for us. No, I'm not playing it. Why it's, not? I've already X'd out of it. Don't play it. it. Need to play it. Yeah, we need to hear no, the audio for this. No, it's not. Do it. It's do it. Do it. Do it. I'm not, I'm not doing Come it. Come on. Do it. Do it. Can I finish my story? No, yeah. I want you to do it. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not doing yes, that. Right. No, I'm not. Brad, do it. It's the second second one. I, oh, I'm not on. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. I'm on, it's on my son's account, and frankly, I don't even know my YouTube password, so I have no. All right, I'll find it. <laughs> Hold on. God damn it. 
Something tells me it's not going to quite live up to what I, I hope it does. Paying. I hope you get a boner right here. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I can see that. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! What is this? Is Bugle Boy? Boy, Bugle Boy went risque. Wow. You're crazy. Oh, wait, this isn't. It. Who is this? This isn't an excess. Okay. I could have blasted one out in my in my day. Yeah, I can see how you get through that in thirty seconds. <laughs> That is more risque than any commercial on television today. Yep. Yeah. By far. Oh yeah. They can. And then like the ends, like just dudes and like weird bugle boy (laughs) shit. You know the best part is that that's when he climbs. That's his money shot right there. (laughs) (laughs) You're like no no no. He's so confused. I just came during dudes. Um. Okay. Anyway. I am so glad we did that. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so uh, this mom explained she had purchased a book at a Kmart store in Brisbane, Brisbane, for her daughter. I think it's Brisbane. Is it Brisbane? It's definitely Brisbane. All right. Uh, for her daughter Millie's fifth birthday, uh, when Millie showed the book to her aunt, they found a checklist of sex toys and sex positions. Oh shit! Inside, and the parents were left horrified. Check. So uh, a checklist. This is a to-do list. It's literally, yeah, it literally is. So, um, so here's some of the here's some of the things on the checklist. Let's see, let's see. It has positions. Okay. Sixty nine. Okay. Anal sex. Sixty three positions anal. in a one night stand. Cowgirl. Okay. Doggy style. So, so anal came before cowgirl. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that's that's really that's, that's going from zero to a hundred pretty quick. <laughs> really is. She must be a Christian. <laughs> like everything. <laughs> So, uh, after cowgirl, uh, I get a little of that butthole loophole. Yeah. After we have cowgirl doggy style kneeling head. What is kneeling? I don't know. Never mind. Wait, I think you know what that is, Michael. Uh, missionary oral sex uh, seesaw. No idea what that what is. What the fuck? Gee, how old was this girl? I don't. Know. Well, they found well, they found this list inside her it diary. Was already in her frozen diary. Like inside the diary, like. Like it, it was like in the book. Oh. Like it wasn't like inserted. It was like part of the like book. Like printed what? off. Into like somebody it? printed. Yeah, it's it's like it's got the the rings around it and everything. Holy like shit. holding it in the book. Well, let me see. Let me see. Turn, flip it around here. Oh wow. Yeah. That's oh my god. Uh, and then standing behind. Uh, then sex toys. We have anal beads. Benoit balls. <laughs> Benoit balls. balls. Uh, I can't even say it without saying it. it's blind. Benoit balls. See, blindfold. <laughs> Butt plug, dildo, double dong. Hi, Jamie's mom. Furry plug, handcuffs, massager, and paddles. Anyway, yeah, they just—they, I mean, it had ben to. Be, I have they so said, many questions. Well, they said it had to be a manufacturing issue because it, there wasn't like you think, like the binding was intact, like there was no, like none of them was, none of them were bent or anything, like it was intact, like it just got like a printing error. Yeah. Benoit balls, balls. and then an also reference. from the mirror man explains why he was thrown out of cooking class and people are cracking up so during the lockdown he did an online like a vi- like an online cooking class yeah 
Um, and he got basically got kicked out. He said uh, he joined an online baking group. Uh, the, the week's assignment was to make a cake depicting something, depicting something that makes you happy. And then he said, I've been asked to leave the group. There's the cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally a, a man and a woman laying in bed naked. And she has his hand, her hand on his erect penis. <laughs> Give him the old HJ. The old HJ. <laughs> it's, that is amazing. That yeah, he said I've been asked to leave the group. That is that man is a hero, a legend. That's yeah. Great. Over nine hundred people co- comment on you the photo. You gotta see the picture. Yeah. Over nine hundred people comment on the photo. Um. One one person joked, "I think you're a bit hard on you." <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. Oh, it's so oh. Another one said, "I you cannot where, think you, why you really seem to have pulled it off." <laughs> you know where he's inserting that birthday candle? <laughs> no, Michael, where? In the peen, man. Light it on fire. No, Michael, that doesn't have anything. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, this guy made a sex cake. So, I mean the. Like the detail is pretty. Good. It's pretty great. <laughs> There's even pubes. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty spot on. Are they chocolate flavored pubes? I'm assuming it's chocolate fondant pubes. <laughs> All right, Michael. Dare I ask, mm-hmm. what yeah. nine stories do you have this week? It's eight forty-five, Michael. Product update. Uh, no product update this week. Um, Kenya governor under fire. Uh, after putting Hennessy bottles in coronavirus <laughs> care packages. What? Recipients of Nir- Nairobi politician Mike Sonko's COVID-19 care packages. Oh, oh Mikey Sonks. Yep. Uh, can expect to receive the typical food staples except for one item, alcohol. Sonko, the governor he of... Hennessy in He's the governor of Kenyan capital city, Nairobi, can, confirmed in a media briefing on Tuesday that his care packages include a few small bottles of cognac Hennessy. He uh, drinks up all the Hennessy you got in your shelf. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the governor justified the inclusion <clears throat> of alcohol as a quote, throat sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. That was, my it's, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> it's, it's science. Yeah. <laughs> I think from the research conducted by the World Health Organization and various organizations, it is believed (laughs) that alcohol plays a major role in killing the coronavirus. It totally doesn't. (laughs) God. Uh, but the, the World Health Organization has explicitly stated that alcohol does not protect against the coronavirus. It makes it worse. <laughs> which, which is why we're you're over there housing alcohol yeah, like pretty much <laughs> uh hennessy also put out a statement uh hennessy would like to stress that the <laughs> consumption of our brand or any other Please alcoholic beverages does not protect <laughs> against the virus so um, yep that's uh nairobi news <laughs> kenyan man <laughs> All right, I got, I got another Kenyan one. Man, <laughs> Kenyan man, Kenyan man. Can you believe that story? Uh, this is an Ohio woman, forty-one-year-old uh, Dominica Deering of Beechwood, Ohio, was arrested after shoplifting from Walmart two days in a row. She shoplifted twice. <laughs> wow! So you think that that's great, but here's where it gets interesting. 
Uh, Deering was spotted shoplifting at Walmart uh, on April 3rd, uh, but was able to make it out to the store without being caught. However, she uh, store security and the police were given her photo. So when she came back the next day, because why not? Um, greedy for more free stuff, authorities were, were ready. So Deering was apprehended by the Walmart loss prevention officers and taken to the back into the office area. Uh, it was determined that Deering had stolen $238.79 worth of items. Um, then things got weird. So Deering began screaming in an unidentified language, uh, said her name was Tamika Brown, uh, and that she was from Pennsylvania. She was not. Um, when according to the, uh, Walmart loss prevention officer watching her during raised up her dress, five year old Jim, she, uh, she, she raised up her dress, uh, to her midsection and began projectile defecating all (laughs) over the office while screaming that she had the coronavirus and needed treatment. She had, she had had explosive diarrhea. She was literally spraying shit in the office. She was literally. And those people make like fucking minimum wage, man. God, people. I'd be like, I'm not. There's no way I'm clean. I'm, no, you don't pay me enough. I would have been like, like, I'm out. Nope. Yeah, I'll go work at McDonald's. Or yeah. something. So they immediately like, retreated uh, <clears throat> into the corner of the office to avoid getting hit by Deering's flying poop and called for backup. How hard was she shitting? Uh, it was explosive. So it's like a potato gun for an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, she pleaded on two counts of violating the county state home order. Wait, we gotta let that one sit for just a minute, (laughs) because that is one of the greatest (laughs) phrases ever uttered on this podcast. A potato gun for an asshole. I swear to God, I'm, we're done if that is not the hashtag. We are fucking done. I've said it before, I actually mean it this time. So oh she, my did, God. she did plead guilty on two counts of violating the county stay-at-home a order. Gunning a break room. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? People are fucking insane. Insane. Everybody is losing their minds. So it's a stay-at-home order, which justifies that any person coming into the county from out of town must quarantine for 14 days. Uh, as to not spread the coronavirus and two counts of larceny, all the charges were misdemeanors. She spent four days in jail. I feel, I feel like that should be a felony. Yeah, wow. She was given a 45 day suspended sentence and 12 months of unsupervised probation. What the fuck is even that? <laughs> it's I mean, nothing. It's not, it's just nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, so. Some poor asshole had to clean that shit up. Yeah, dude. I've been that guy who had to clean up human shit. <laughs> Not fun. It is not fun. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll be done now. Yeah. If you're a skater in California, um, officials dumped 37 tons of sand into a skateboarding park so people would stop <laughs> illegally skateboarding. It's pretty funny. And you know what right? they did? Did you hear about it? No, what they did. They turned it into a dirt bike park. Uh, <laughs> did they really? I've literally read that before Jesus you skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> they turned it into a dirt bike park. <laughs> That worked out well. <laughs> All right. Um, let me find my soundboard here. And oh, we'll go man. further up, further in. Nope. 
Oh, we already did yeah. that. We no. Oh, we, we already did the intro. Though. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already talked to her, but now I'm we're all gonna... we're all we're all backwards on all this right. episode. Uh, Jamie Coker is an administrative assistant by day and a writer, singer, and songwriter by night. Uh, her writing has been featured on blogs such as Quiet Revolution, The Mudroom Blog, and Clothe Your Neighbor as yourself for years she processed her own thoughts by writing at her blog rebootingworship.com and much of her musings were the inspiration for her book my ccm soundtrack life which is her first book uh jamie lives in tallahassee florida with her husband drew without further ado here's our conversation with jamie coker yeah. 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 Jamie Coker, are you there? <laughs> I am here. All right, this is take two. For take two, electric boogaloo. Uh, we, we, we recorded like 10 minutes, and then it just, it, my computer shot the bed and just decided uh, to, <laughs> that, that, that's to, about to just it. freeze that's up. Pretty much, so, yeah, <laughs> we, we were telling up. stories. I, uh, I was like, man, she was really engaged, and all of a sudden she just stopped talking, and I was like, well, where the... And I'm just going on. And all of a sudden on. I was like, is she... Are you there? And nothing. And I, I, like, I thought you guys just hung up on me. I'm no. Like, if you don't want to interview me, just, <laughs> yeah. just tell me, man. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What if, what if that happened and we never... You never heard from us again? <laughs> the pastor's <laughs> pub... Well, the assuming... pastor's pub just shut up. Just, just <laughs> shut down. I've the podcast invisible. Support, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> invisible. Hey, no, oh, we're shit. low on beer. You need to wait no, at least a month. <laughs> say not until at least the beginning of May. If you can. <laughs> okay. Brad and I aren't sure our paychecks are coming through next week, so we need to. Um, all right. So, uh, so, so we're going to have to do some things over again. Um, <laughs> namely, who the hell do you think you are, Jamie Coker? <laughs> who are you? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So by day, I'm an administrative assistant. Uh, my spare time, I write, I sing, I do some songwriting. Uh, and I'm in the midst of self-publishing my first book, my CCM soundtrack life. Sweet. Yeah. So I was, I was reading it, um, the last few days. Um, and it really felt like, uh, I was reliving some of my youth there. Um, so a lot of the songs yep. you were, you were mentioning the artists was like, ah, oh, shit. And then we both, <laughs> uh, led. So, so I've led worship. You led worship. The other two guys here led worship on and off, and also yep. preached and mm-hmm. shit. did it for about five years, actually. Well, and yeah. I mean, before we got cut off, you talked about being an introvert a little bit and how. Yes. And I yeah. definitely want you to mention that again because I think that's important. You you mentioned sure. you being an introvert and how. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can just do that whole little spiel. Yeah, again. sure, go for yeah. it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think one of your questions was how I got into music. Yes. And um, so I grew up in the United Methodist Church, and I remember from a very young age just being really infatuated by the hymn singing. Um, I would stand by my mom, and she'd hold the that hardbound hymnal with those whispery pages, and um, I'd just be amazed as everyone would start singing at the same time together, and you know, I'm looking at the page and I just can't figure out what they're singing and how they know how to sing it. And <laughs> just thought it was just really beautiful and was just always really intrigued by that. So, um, we fell out of church attendance for a few years cause, um, we moved cross country a couple times due to my dad's job and, uh, got settled into back, uh, home into Florida and my mom dragged us back to church. And so again, I came back into church and just once again, found those hymns just really, 
really intriguing and just beautiful. And um, since I was a little older and could read, I was able to to follow along and kind of caught on to some of the familiar melodies. And um, so, yeah, music just kind of crept into my life at a young age. And at this time, I was active in choir and middle school and going into high school as well. And I just grew to love singing. And I am a I I'm very much an introvert. And as a teenager, I was a shy introvert, which is just like a deadly combo. And I was just very, very (laughs) socially awkward, um, had a hard time speaking up in groups and, you know, would never speak up in class. And uh, when I worked up the courage, I sang a few solos uh, my junior and senior year in high school and just absolutely fell in love with it. And I found during those few minutes that I would sing, people would shut up and listen, you know, for those few minutes, I just had their undivided attention. So that was just really appealing to me. Plus, I just loved the art of it. And just being on stage was just really exciting and like a high. So yeah. And- yeah so I so so um, so I, I was a worship leader for I don't even I don't, I don't, 10 years, I don't know, somewhere around there. Um, for, for quite some time, two different lead worshiper, Michael. lead worshiper, wor- worship <laughs> leader. <laughs> I've got to get that job worship pastor right. uh the what a hoax seriously yeah. jeez I let's lead from the back of the room I, I, cool I, i'm assuming you're giving up your paycheck then mr tomlin yeah hey uh, dan campbell it's not cool to leave from the back of the room stop it i uh so so i, I did that for a long time and it was part of my weekly ritual i would you know practice yeah. songs and i'd go to to worship practice i practiced on my own like getting a, mm-hmm. a song list and then uh, a set list yeah. and then bring it to ev- other people and then we would practice it together as a worship team and then we would mm-hmm. run through sound check on sunday morning and or wednesday afternoon or whenever and then we do it do the whole thing all over again yep. um yep. And, and it was definitely a part of my cadence part of my 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 weekly uh thing but like yeah. i swear that every time that i that i led worship i was genuine about it i i truly right. felt it to my core like it was it was almost like a euphoric high um yes. do you miss leading worship so i'm i miss having a stage to sing on I don't necessarily miss the leading worship because I don't miss all the pieces that go with it. And we talked a little bit about the uh, the worship divas, the backup singers, and oh God. <laughs> just dealing dealing with all the musicians that think they're like hot shit and really aren't that great. You're not Eddie Van Halen. Stop it. We're playing at a yeah. church, bro. Settle down. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just like I'd love to get back on stage and sing like with a set group of musicians of people that I like and are actually decent, but, <laughs> but I don't miss like the revolving, you know, backup vocalists that were just, yeah, annoying. So oh my God. it's the worst. It, it, it yeah. is the, the worst part of leading worship it, it really is. by a country mile, especially it's, when you have volunteers that aren't talented. Oh my God. And you can't tell but them. No, I was, they are. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This is my, this is my spiritual gift. No, no, it fucking isn't. And they have yeah. the idea that, that, that they should be the, 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 the person up front. And it's just like, you, exactly. you can't hold the tune. Yeah. yeah I'd have people come up and they'd be like, I have sung in choirs and just, oh, they just God. give me this long list of everything they'd done and be like, all right, well let's, let's see what you sound like. And then they couldn't like keep, keep up. Like they'd be half a beat behind oh, us. Dude, I like, had oh, one gosh. lady I can remember right now. I'm not going to say her name. I know. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I do. I just, to this day, I just, oh my God, I can hear her voice in my head yeah. to this day. 
<laughs> yep, I have one of those too. Yeah, to like modern worship music, like uh, yeah, that yes. that doesn't that sing doesn't it like work. Tomlin. I meant. was literally, I was literally you gotta after take the vibrato down a notch. Yeah, there. honest to God, yeah. I was literally like, anytime she was on, I had an understanding with the sound guy of you keep her mic as fucking low as you possibly can. Well, yep. it's it's funny because I'm married to the sound guy, and so <laughs> when, when I was leading and we had this particular person, like he would just pull her mic all the way down because it was just just that bad but oh, yeah man. It's like, so, so i, I want to real quick i want to talk about let, let's talk a little bit about the idea of like is gifting the right word um you know in the church you grow up you you hear all about you know god is giving you giving you these gifts whatever it is whether it's teaching singing whatever Mm-hmm. And your story sounds a lot like my wife. So she's severely introverted, uh, but you put her on a stage to sing. Now, I don't know if this is the same because she hasn't done it in so many years, but all yeah. introversion and shyness went out the window and she was incredible. So yeah. it, it, but it's, what's weird is uh, I would always get nervous and I led worship. I was the worship leader at my church for five years it would still a lot of times get nervous before, but I could preach in front of hundreds sure. of people and it wouldn't bother me. Yep. Yeah. So what's your idea? I mean, it, do you know what my spiritual it, gift was? <laughs> do I even want to know? No, I'm in sure you're going to tell us though. <laughs> it was tongues. Stop it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Stop it. It was palms, Michael. Your spiritual gift was palms. Sweaty palms. So God, this man. is off topic, but my husband took a spiritual gifts class and the teacher told told him that his spiritual gift was antagonism. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's, great. That's a hell of a gift. I always yes. score high in prophecy speaking real, but. My real gift was yeah, my my husband my does as well. Gift. Yeah, it's not your God. Shut <laughs> Michael, up, Michael. Stop. It, it is not your God. It is not. Gift. Just stop. So anyway, what are your feelings on the idea of God gifting people certain things? Do you, I mean, do you think there's any validity to that, or is it? Well, I guess another question would be before that would be. What do you think of God at this point? Like, well, I guess we could do that. Yeah, I mean, like, like just yeah. time you could tie those two together. Yeah, sure. I think that's. Those definitely play play together. Yeah, so I, I definitely went through a long period of deconstruction where I really wasn't sure what I believed. Um, and I, I don't think I ever stopped believing in God. I had some moments where I wondered if he existed, but they were pretty brief. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely still believe in God, um, still believe in Jesus. I think he's pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah I mean, as far as, as gifting, I... I mean, I think there is validity to that. Um, I think some people use that that maybe haven't been gifted. But, <laughs> but I think there's also a difference between like God gifting you and then taking that gift and refining it and practicing. Because, yeah. you know, early on when I started singing, yes, I believe that God gifted me um, because I was like, how in the heck am I doing this? Because I'm just this shy little thing. Um, my first solo that I sang in high school, I didn't tell my mom that I was doing it, but I wanted to surprise her. And my sister told me afterwards the entire time she was there going, that is not my daughter. That cannot yeah. be my daughter. Cause yeah. she was just like, there's no way. Like she was just absolutely blown away. And so I, I do believe that the voice that I have is a gift from God. I mean, I, what I choose to do with it and, you know, I mean, I could leave it there at kind of like, okay, or I can keep working on it and, 
you know, be a little more kick-ass with it. So, but yeah, I mean, the, but yeah. I, I, the reason I ask is just because, like I said, I mentioned, you know, my wife Mandy is like that where I would watch her. I knew how introverted she was, but I would watch her get on stage and sing mm-hmm. at a church or whatever. And it was like watching a flower open. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know really what good. I mean? Like, yeah. And for myself personally, like I'm, I'm probably 65, 70% introvert. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. You're at least that around there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I didn't, could. I, I didn't know that for the longest time. I just thought you were a dick. That's right. yeah. <laughs> well, both those things could be well, true at the same time. So. It's funny because I used to think it's you true. were nice, it's and true. now I yeah. just think you're a dick. Um, <laughs> but um, but I can. Uh, it goes against my personality, but I can get up in front of groups of hundreds of people and have no problem talking. Yeah. Yeah. And teaching, yeah. like, and so I don't. I don't know what. I, I don't feel like there's any other way to explain that other than some divine given yeah. you know because it goes against yeah. a like good 70 yourself per- in the moment you own it yeah that's great yes yeah with well, I was the vomit same on my sweater already um yeah. but yeah like I, I i i just i feel like anything that you're that you feel comfortable doing i don't maybe this is i don't know if this makes any sense but i feel like anything you're comfortable doing that kind of goes against your personality maybe that's something that is given from some other source source yeah i like that yeah yeah that that makes sense because yeah i don't think like if you had met me at 13 like if you had told me then that i would be up on stage singing by myself i'd be like there's no way that's happening yeah so yeah i think there there's there's definitely some divine intervention there and i remember preaching my my first sermon right like when i was a senior Mm -hmm. in high school it felt right and it just yeah yeah, i i mean i've never been up in front i did i shunned the spotlight in school yeah um but man, getting up and doing that, it felt right. It felt yeah. natural. It felt good. Yeah. I was, it was like you said, I think absolutely you, you said the first time before we lost all it was a high, like there's yes. a, yes. there's a definite sort of drug impact a little bit there. Like Mm-mm. you just get a high from it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you so, think, let me ask this too. I want to follow up with that. Sorry, Michael. That's all right. Um, not like I pr- prepared dozens of questions. For let's this. talk about, let's talk about that high. <laughs> Why not? Let's talk about oh, that. I did. I did. I'm, I was sarcasm. <laughs> let's talk okay, about okay. that. Let's talk about that high. A little bit mm-hmm. because I look back, I got a, I got a little bit of a high from leading worship too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Michael, you did it's funny that you said that you know you always it was you felt it. Yeah, and I think in my mind I was sincere about it, but I look back now and I'm wondering how much personally was ego. Yeah, I'm sure I, it's definitely a healthy mix or an unhealthy mix. An unhealthy mix. I don't know. Well, I mean, here's I mean, the thing: like a healthy portion. I mean, what's yeah. the what's the line from Chariots of Fire? I when I run, I feel his pleasure. Is that from Chariots of Fire? I, I think never it's it. I just know the song. I anyway, either, but that sounds right. But I, I think, <laughs> but I mean, there's something to that. I mean, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with feeling. I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling good about what you're doing. Like, you know, Michael and I played worship for two years together. And man, those are some of the like, I loved it. Like, I we looked forward to that in two years. Michael, I was only at the church for two well, yeah, years. Yeah, but you did and, it at City Hill, too. City oh, well, I know, but I'm, I, was, I was specifically saying like those yeah. two years because we had full band and like yeah. we had, I mean, sing, yeah. I mean we had everything. And those I looked forward to those times and yeah. it's because when I played my guitar or harmonica or both, it, it felt right. Like it felt yes. good and, and I felt good about it. You and felt I, like you had a place and a purpose. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Would you say it was your And you're giving that world? gift back yeah. to God, which is, you know, what we're told to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. And, so that, just, and, that, and that's how I worded it at the, at the time. I'm like, I just yeah. I, I feel good about it. And when 
people would tell me you did a good job in your sermon, I would just thank them. I wasn't like, no, it wasn't me. It was Jesus. No, it was fucking yeah, me. Yeah, because that's that's fake. I did that's all the all ego. Too, I did all the actually. goddamn work Absolutely. on it. Like, I used to do that. I used to do that stuff too. And actually, yeah. you know, well, it's all yes. it's all him. You know, and in, in my mind, I was like, oh, it's all him. But man, I worked all week on that. I know. Like, I I used to, yeah, I worked really hard on it. And I remember even like the practices. I was like, I'm not. This isn't a practice worship. This is worship. Yeah. Like even while we're practicing, this is still worship. Yeah. And I would yeah. I would still totally fucking believe that yeah um anyway but, i'm done with yeah i was but... i was the same way like uh, whether i was on stage leading or if i was just out in the audience participating like it just always felt like i really felt like i was at the feet of jesus and just the holy spirit moving and you know, all those cheesy cliche phrases <laughs> that we kind of yeah. laugh at now but in the moment like it it really felt real and genuine and um yeah so to be all of a sudden on the other side of that and just kind of feeling nothing yeah. when you hear these yeah. songs, it's like, whoa, what's what's happening? I think there's a little grief involved. Yeah, absolutely. Like I've been yeah. to church, you know, yeah. a handful of times over the last few years, and it's it's not it's not a condemnation of the church necessarily. It's, yeah, it's just it's just not part of my life anymore. Yeah, like I, I had, just yeah. I've had the same the yeah. same. Experience. Like I would love to feel something, but I just don't. Yeah, and I don't I hate it. I don't, but I don't feel anything. Yeah, like I used to. Yeah, yeah, the, you know. Yeah, I've settled back into a church, and my husband and I are are going, you know, pretty much weekly uh, when we don't have a global pandemic going on. We try to be <laughs> be in church, um, but and I've I've come to I'm I'm at a comfortable place with a lot of my resentments toward modern worship and. CCM and you know all of that. So honestly, when when the musical worship is going on, it's like ninety percent of the time I'm just kind of disconnected. Like it doesn't really speak to me. It's not really doing much. Um, Every every now and again, a song will will kind of touch me. And um, but yeah, for the most part, it's just kind of like okay, here we go. It's it's hard to kill that critic, man, because because you've done it it so long. You've seen behind the scenes. It's hard. It's hard to be like. To, to, to shut that off and, and not notice the typos, you know, yes, not, the typos, you know, the, 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 yeah. the off key the sound shit. mix being yep. off and yeah, yeah, everything. Well, and there's something about music that's, I mean, music in general, whether it's, you know, quote unquote sacred or secular, like mm-hmm. does something to you. And so, yeah, you know, it could be, it could be something as simple as just that. Like there's just something about the chord progression or the, the cadence of the, you know, or the rhythm or something that just moves you and it may have nothing to do with God or anything else. Yeah. I mean, that's shit, true. You, may, you can maybe move by an Ario Speedwagon song for God's sake. And it might be <laughs> the, yeah. same, the same fucking thing. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you say in the, in the prelude that the, the book is not a book of answers instead it's a book of questions. Um, I know in my youth asking questions regarding God was taboo. Um, yep. Yep. How has asking questions shaped your thoughts on on worshiping God? And I also want to mention too that, that not only did, like you had the goal to become a CCM artist. It, it's not, yes. it wasn't just a, a worship leader or a worship artist. You wanted to be yeah. a, a a worship or art, a, a CCM yeah. artist. Yeah, so, I wanted to be a Christian singer songwriter. That was my career goal. Once I got into singing and shortly after I got into college, um, I was actually at a Stephen Curtis Chapman concert. Um, really dove I, in, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in high school, I I got an invite to my friend's Baptist youth group because um, I, I didn't attend the youth group at my church. I was too too shy. 
Uh, but when my friend invited me, I went and that's where I was first exposed to CCM and I just fell in love with it and just embraced it, um, purged all my secular albums. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I say that cause I did it too. Yeah. I, I'm out yep. a couple Aerosmith albums, which I'm not yeah. sure is a loss. No, yeah. that's, a, that's a net <laughs> game. Kind of a net yeah. game. Although so, it, was yeah. pump, it was pump, so that's one of them. I mean, that was a good so, one. So I have a question about the, the Purge. Um, yeah. c- could you could you explain <laughs> uh, for our listeners who didn't grow up in the church what what mm-hmm. that that uh, secular music Purge is? And we'll go sure. back to the other question about the... Absolutely. I don't remember yeah. what it was. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, sorry. I kind of moved off course there. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, the, the Purge. So... In in high school, I had listened to all the you know the popular music, which you know I graduated in '97, so it was mo- mainly '90s alternative. So we had a lot of like Nirvana and uh, Smashing Pumpkins and Stone yeah. Temple Pilots and Alanis Morissette and you know all that stuff that I love to listen to now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, at Isn't the time, it ironic? It is. <laughs> Even though there's think? nothing ironic <laughs> in her song, yes. Sorry, I had to. No worries. So yeah, so I listened to the music and I, I enjoyed the music. I liked the sound of it, but I was always a little troubled by the content and the lyrics. Um, just, you know, there was so much talk of drugs and sleeping around and just depression. And, um, and I just was always kind of bothered when I would actually listen to the lyrics and I would often feel guilty after listening so when I was introduced to uh, contemporary Christian music, it was like, oh, here's this, you know, seemingly cool sounding music that I can cannot feel guilty about. And so um, I started buying all these Christian albums, and then I looked over at the secular albums, and I realized Jesus would not be happy with me for listening to this music. So I gathered it all up in a box, and I think I went and sold it at the used CD store for like four bucks. Um, <laughs> it was 38 CDs. You got $4. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah. yeah, I was like, I need this out of my life because Jesus is not happy with my music choices. So, Man. so yeah, that was, that was yeah. the great CD purge of 98. I think <laughs> 98. I, I did. It was more than once for me, I think, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I did third a eye blind. as well. Well, that's but also a net gain, but <laughs> I, you know, I wonder how much I look back at that and I wonder, I, you know, at the time I justified it like you, you were exactly in the same way that you did where I, if I listen to this stuff, Jesus isn't going to be happy. Right. Yes. So because mm-hmm. they're talking about sex, they're talking about whatever, you know, right. um, or they're using bad language, whatever it might be. Yes. Yeah. Profanity yeah. was my other. Big oh, of course. Thing. I was of like, course. Totally. And, offended and now you're on our podcast which is hilarious um but it's fucking yeah, hilarious exactly. it is yeah it really is um <laughs> one could say that but <laughs> but should one i wonder I, you know even though i justified it at the time i look back at that now and i don't i don't regret any of it because once again it's just it, it was just a different time i was a different person that's sure. just yeah. it's just all the way it's just the way it was um yeah. but i wonder how much of that was was more of just trying to fit in with the herd than actual, I, I wonder personally if I, and I, uh, you can speak you to this working on your testimony, mm-hmm. speak, yes, <laughs> speak, you can speak to this in yourself, you know, for yourself as well. But I think looking back for me, I don't know that I really ever bought that God was pissed off about what I was listening to as much as it was yeah. like, well, this just seems to be what I should be doing because this is what yeah. the herd is doing. Does that make sense? It does. Well, and actually for me, like it was kind of the reverse. I listened to the secular music because that's what the herd was doing. Oh, okay. And then, 
And then all of a sudden I was introduced to Christian music and it was like, oh, I like this option better. Like, yeah, most of my friends weren't listening to, to CCM. I only had a handful. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, I think for a lot of people that is definitely true that, you know, it's their CCM, I think is forced on a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. Like, by the church or by their parents. And that, that wasn't the case for me. Like I, I kind of forced it on myself, <laughs> oddly <laughs> enough. You, you had a line in the book and there, there were several lines in the book where I was like, oh shit, that's good. Um, <laughs> oh, but, good. <laughs> but, but one that <laughs> the first one that really stuck out to me was you were talking about how, uh, announcing our brokenness does not mean giving up hope. Um, I, I read that and I felt it in my bones. It actually made me think of, of uh, Sonic flood. They had this song called holiness. Um, okay. and Boy, played the shit it's out of what that I long one. For. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I long for. Uh, I'm, I'm going to For six and a half minutes for so, some reason. So they, they, right. It was a one, one verse song. Yeah. They, they, oh, uh, yes. they just changed one word. Um, so, so they added a, a verse to it and uh, I'm going to read it cause it's, it's so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Brokenness, brokenness is what I long for. Brokenness is what I need. Brokenness, brokenness is what you want from me. And, and I always said that, um, that I've never heard that verse. Oh, really? It's, oh it's man. A, I play, yeah. I play that. You could literally put any, you could literally put any church word in there. Oh, Anything sure, that ended sure. in S. Yeah. Good. But the Sonic <laughs> flood version with, with brokenness, that's where it's at, man. Um, but yeah, uh, I like that. that yeah. That I, I did mind. too. Yeah. Um, I always say that, that, following Jesus is what led me out of the church. Um, yeah, yeah, same for me. I'd say, yeah. Brokenness is what I long for and brokenness is, is what I got. Um, so could you talk a little bit about the, the hope that you found in, in brokenness? Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> this is kind of an odd way to start it, but my favorite Winnie the Pooh character is Eeyore. Um, <laughs> I love that he's just like, I mean, he's just kind of down on the dumps, but he's just upfront about it. And I, 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 I relate to Eeyore. Me too. Matt I'm, is I'm the kind of a, yeah, I, I hate to call myself like a, a pessimist, but I really kind of am sometimes, but I, I like having the freedom to, to lament and, you know, to express those thoughts of doubt and, and those questions. Um, I saw something on, on Facebook in this past week that talked about, um, toxic positivity of just that mindset of like, just always be happy and be thankful and everything's great. And I just, I hate that. And, and that's one of my, my biggest issues with CCM music nowadays and with modern worship music is it's just so freaking positive. It's just so happy. And it's It's, like, it's, it's a, it's a diet of nothing but donuts and candy. Yeah, like it, yeah. it's it just is. nothing but yeah, sweets. No, it it's, it's like you it can't really live is. on that. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, there aren't many yeah. l- laments anymore. No, there no. Exactly. Yeah, and I I love sad songs. I'm just like I'm a sucker for a really good sad song. Um, so yeah, it's just when I hear happy songs over and over again, it it kind of drains me. And I, I found just having permission to be real and to be honest and be like, hey, I'm not okay. Um, starts to make things a little more okay. So. so when you say sad songs, you mean like in the arms of the angel? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Michael, what? The, the arms of the angel? Yeah. You, know, you know that song? There it is. <laughs> you know what's funny is my. So I, I said I was married to the sound tech, so he's got me like hooked. Like I've, I'm in like a professional recording studio. Like I've got the mic here and everything, and he was gonna hook me up with a soundboard so that I could have <laughs> that song at the ready. Uh, <laughs> great. 
That's beautiful. Well, we didn't quite get, get it pulled out in time, but uh, okay. that's you, right. you know your interviewers well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, could you talk to us a little bit about your first encounter with CCM? Yes. Um, well, like I said, my first encounter was at that that Baptist youth group. Um, so I went and found this kind of awkward group of you know socially awkward teenagers. So kind of fit right in and. They started playing CCM at every every group, and so I started hearing DC Talk and Audio Adrenaline and um, just all these other people, and um, I was just kind of intrigued by it. And I, at first, I was like, "What is this like Jesus music that these people are singing about?" Because <laughs> before that, I'd only ever heard people sing about Jesus on Sunday, and so it was kind of weird to be like on a Wednesday night and here we are singing about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just, you know, kind of like I was with the hymns. I was intrigued by it. So my friend loaned me her DC talk free at last cassette tape. This was <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> and I took that thing home and played it over and over and over again. Yep. It was like all I listened to for probably a month. Um, and then shortly after that, uh, another friend of mine who I found out also liked Christian music gave me Stephen Curtis Chapman's great adventure album. And I this listened to that over adventure. and over and over again and saddled uh, up those horses. Huh? I yeah, did. I did. Yes. That trail. Yeah. <laughs> did um, you, did you own new thing by DC talk? I did. I had that I on did. tape. God is doing it. New <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, he is doing it. Was, was that the album with, Two honks and a negro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was. Wow. Wait, no, was that their? That might have been their debut one. That was the second one. I was the. That was, was free like a last. White... Yeah, free, free at last. last. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's boy, right. that boy, that did not age well. <laughs> no, that did not. That did not. No, I think I had like every album by DC Talk. They were like one of my favorites. Yeah, so yeah they were everybody's favorite. Yeah. It's almost like hey, I know, right? you, you're into Jesus. <laughs> Hey, you. Um, okay, so uh, I want to talk about Creation Fest, but before that, can you still yep. do the rap to Jesus is Just All Right? No, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was writing the book, I was, you know, I got to that point, and I was like, I wonder if I can still do it, and I pulled it up on YouTube, and I had like 80% of it, but yeah. Was... I could do most of it, uh, Ice Ice Baby still. That's not nice. what we're talking about at all. I know, but actually. I learned but that. But impressive. Yeah. I could do. Well, I, could, I don't know if impressive is the right word. I could do <laughs> multiple verses of. Well, I could do one verse of Jesus Freak, and I could do one verse of Heaven Bound by DC Talk. Oh, that's pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's old school. All of this yeah. is incredibly pathetic. But it's it is amazing. Like, it is amazing how much <laughs> what I you retain. Recall. Well, think about what we just like before we interviewed you. We did a whole we did a whole CCM. Instead of doing our music for the week thing, we did our CCM yeah. picks. And I knew lyrics. For, I knew lyrics for songs I haven't listened to in twenty years, twenty five years yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah I knew the lyrics yeah. to them. Yeah. Yep. Can I say that um, a few weeks ago, Michael's troll with the Avalon song was just <laughs> oh, epic. No, you can't. Yeah, actually. you absolutely can, amazing. Michael. You can't delete this. No, because listening <laughs> back was one of the best things that's ever happened on this podcast. So well, bar none. It's funny because I was so obsessed with CCM. Like like you said, so much of it is ingrained in my brain. And so when Michael started saying, what was Avalon's big hit? I'm there going, testify to love. Like I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> and as soon as he hit play, I'm like, oh my God, he's yeah. actually playing it. So you, you oh, sent us your book epic. like months ago and I'm reading the book and I'm like, you mentioned testify to love. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is perfect. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's all really hilarious. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, could you t- uh, uh so tell us a little bit about uh what is uh Creation Fest? 
Um, and sure. then I want to kind of go into like uh, I, mean, I remember that your your mountaintop experience there. So 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 what? Absolutely. First of all, yeah. lay the ground. What is Creation Fest? Because I don't think we've ever talked about that. Yeah, it's basically a Christian Woodstock. I think is the best way to sum it up. It's like a week long of concerts, speakers. There's like booths with you know all sorts of merchandise, uh, albums, T-shirts, all that. So yeah, just one big party. Were, were, were there a lot of drugs going on there? <laughs> just the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Everybody was high on Jesus. Yeah, just, yeah, high on the Holy Spirit. That was it. So yeah. so you got so so. You, Tell us a little bit about your your trip there. How that worked out. Sure. How did you decide you were you were going to go? So I had um, two very close friends in college, Travis and Derek, and they were both really into CCM. And Travis had heard about Creation Fest, and he's like, "We have to go." And keep in mind, we're in Tallahassee, Florida, and Creation Fest was in Pennsylvania. Jeez. So we're like nineteen. None of us, none of us had cars that were going to make it. Like, so we're like, how are we going to get there? So we found this like sketchy car rental place that actually rented to us to like 19 year olds. We got this like awful car that almost broke down on the way home, but it got us there and back. And, um, yeah, we just piled in with our arm full of Christian CDs and, you know, did <laughs> sing alongs the entire ride up and yeah, just spent a week you know, listening to every Christian band you can can think of. Like I've if name a band, I've probably seen them because I <laughs> went to to two of those, um, along with a couple Night of Joys and oh, several man. other concerts. So yeah, I've I've been to to several festivals. Yeah, I, I've gone to so many. My my brother was in a Christian band, so we would go and just to visit him, and then yeah. I would obviously I was way into CCM as well. So like I have like seen so many Christian bands like what's your claim to fame. It's like, yeah, I met Toby Mac once and he sang my brother's, <laughs> right? my brother's song to me. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. I, said, I met yeah. a few cause I worked backstage. We had a festival in Bloomington that we put on. Youth nice. Fest. Well, that was a great name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jessica Simpson played there when she was. Well, Christian. I mean, I drove jars of clay around in a golf cart. That's awesome. Like entire, played it, basketball with Jeff Moore in the distance. Yeah, and the Newsboys, and they were total assholes. Yeah, like, Newsboys are dicks. So, Jersey Play Schools, I've met them. Yeah. It is funny because I can, like, I mean, it's 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 weird looking back, and it feels like li- it, it, it's literally a different lifetime. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Is, I mean, yeah. not just because it was fucking 30 years ago or whatever, 30, 25, <laughs> 30 years ago, but just a, I mean, I'm just not even that. That person. So it's almost like looking back at those memories, I'm looking at the memories of another person. I know. I feel like that sometimes too. Yeah. It's like, this is like very, very, very different me. Yeah. Are there any performances that really stick out to you in those first? Uh, oh, um, I do remember Delirious performed, I think, one of the first nights that we were there, and they were like brand new. Oh, wow. And um, we were like really impressed by their show and like immediately. My my friend went to to their booth and bought their album as soon as they were done. Yeah, it was like one of their first performances, I think, in the states. So that's awesome. That was that was one of the big ones. Yeah, King of Fools, love that. Yes, yeah, yeah. good album. Good Did album. Did you feel the mountains tremble? Everybody I, had that yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, so tell us a little bit about your your mountaintop experience. Yes. So I think this was probably first or second night of the first Creation Fest that I went to. And, uh, we had my little group, we had found a place near the front of the stage and we had laid out our blanket and, um, 
I forget who else was on that night, but the closing band was, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking out on the name now. The ska band. Uh, new Super like Tones. Super Tones. Five Super Iron Tones. Frenzy. Thank you. Super, Super Tones. Did you say Newsboys? I'm yeah, not. They're, they're not a fucking ska uh, band. Oh, no. They had like 12 members. They might as well have been. <laughs> That's, it's true. They had it's one true. guy that just skanked on the side of the. They had two drummers, for <laughs> Christ's sake. They did have two drummers. That's right. <laughs> oh. No, it was Super Tones. They were the closing band. And so, you know, they got up with their horns and all their jazzy shit and you might hear some of that before this interview, yeah we've, we've already played uh, supertones and delirious <laughs> on this podcast nice. already <laughs> nice <laughs> um yeah so they were always fun to to see live i saw them a few times and always enjoyed them um but halfway through their show they like all the band members just walked off stage and i guess it was the lead singer came back with an acoustic guitar he said we're just we're gonna spend a few minutes just worshiping god uh, of course yeah, I know. And so he starts playing Shout to the Lord because that was like the big song yep. back in the day. And um, he just invited us to, you know, just drop to our knees and just basically just give our lives to God. So it was like I had, I had already accepted Jesus. I never had like that dramatic conversion moment. Had you had um, power and majesty and praise to the king yet? In that moment, I did. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So I had, you know, that mountaintop experience where... You know, you've got that soundtrack going behind you with this, these powerful lyrics and you just get caught up in the mood and, you know, and like we said, in the, in the moment it felt really genuine and uh-huh. yeah. I just yep. was praying and crying and just thanking God for all he had done for me. And yeah, so that, that was my first mountaintop experience. And, um, I was led to believe that it was always big and dramatic and had this soundtrack with it. So it's almost so- like it was like, uh, intentional right <laughs> right yeah right like they were intentionally it's almost like to... it was orchestrated well that's what i was going to ask like what i've had those experiences in my life as well sure i mean that's how i ended up in ministry uh, right so yeah. uh, you know that's how i decided i wanted to be a christian singer songwriter yeah, right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> what you know, looking back you know you're obviously a different person in a completely different place now yeah like how how do you look back on those like looking back at those um, experiences, how do you feel about them now? Um, you know, when I first started writing the book and I was looking back, I I felt a little conflicted because um, I, I like to refer to, you know, kind of that worship high that you get as warm right. fuzzies. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you first meet someone and you're falling in love yeah. and you just get like giddy and excited, like that's what worship felt like for me. Um, and as I've kind of come out on the other side of it, I'm like, well, was I just like chasing the high yeah, or like, was this really genuine? I, I don't know. And I mean, I think in the moment it, it was genuine and I'm, I know what my heart was and yeah. it really was, I, I wanted to, to worship and praise God. Um, but yeah, I think there was probably a little, little piece of me that was just enjoying the, that giddiness that I felt. I mean, do and, you feel like, do you feel like you were looking back that you were being manipulated? Yes. Okay. I, I think, yeah. And I, and that's one of my big beefs about modern worship is that it is so manipulative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like anytime I'm in a church service and the pastor starts praying and the worship leader starts like playing keys underneath the prayer, like <laughs> I like, lose, I lose my shit. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Cause it's like, they're trying to manipulate how you feel in that moment. I mean, and yeah, yeah I, I know 
you know, personally, I, I mean, I did that. Yeah, I, I definitely. I did. knew how to do that. Yeah. Like yeah. I figured out very. I like I said, I was a youth pastor and worship pastor for the last five years of my mm-hmm. ministry, and. I mean, I knew how to get that reaction out of people. I knew if I put yeah. this song here, or if I drop the volume here, or yep. if I, yep, like yeah. I, I had that innate it, it sense was, of this is science. Yeah, yeah. There's a science to it. I look back now and I'm like, God, that's fucking gross. Like, yeah. I was trying to I, manipulate I people, but I didn't feel like I was. Tr- I wasn't. Yes, like, I wasn't trying to be vicious about yes. it. It was like I'm trying. Right. To set I'm trying the to stage evoke uh, for them to have yeah. that right. feeling, and it's their choice to whether or not yeah, they want to feel that. I don't way. know what to do with that now. Like I look back on that now, and I'm like, it was very manipulative, but I don't well, think I felt. I don't think at the time I felt mal- there was nothing malicious about yeah. it. Well, and it's just, it's, it's what was done. Yeah. Like, I mean, every time, every worship service I went to, every concert I went to where they had, you know, that moment of worship, that's just what was done. And so I don't, in, in the moment, I didn't think it was manipulative because it's yeah. just, it was the norm. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I didn't do a lot of it when I was a worship leader. Um, I tried like when, when I got up to, when I first started leading worship, it was a bit of a transition for me. I was used to to being the special music singer up until that point, right. which is a little bit different. Yep. Um, you know, with special music, you just kind of get up and you, you sing and you're done. But there's like a little more pressure when you're a worship yep. leader. It's like you have to bring everybody into this um, amazing experience with you. Um, but I was basing my expectations on everything I had seen on these stages at all these festivals. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to be you know, I can't, there can't be like long instrumental breaks without some sort of inspiring words spoken or maybe some <laughs> like scripture passages. Yep. yep. I need to be, be like shouting into the microphone, like everybody on your feet and hands together. And, oh, and I would try to do all those things. And it, it always felt so awkward for me. Like I can't tell if I'm having nostalgia or PTSD right now. <laughs> yes. Like it's like a right. weird mix of the two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, know, I know. I feel like I went through a stage where there was a lot of bitterness there, but I feel like I've come out yeah, through that bitterness yeah, to where, yeah, like, yeah. I'd be like, "Who cares?" Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like, where I it's just where I, I was too. at the time. I, I yeah, was genuine yeah. in that moment. Yeah. I wasn't doing it to 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 prey on the weak or right. anything like yeah. that. I, I was genuine. My my intention was genuine in trying to help people have an exactly. experience. Sure. Like yeah. that's what I was trying to create for them was to set yeah. the stage for that experience. And um, we didn't know any better because, yeah. you know, right. like I exactly. said, it was the norm. It's, it's, it's how you did it. That's how you yep. led worship. Um, okay. So you, um, so, so we're, we're, we're running up against time here. So we're, we're already 40 minutes in and we started late because <laughs> we had, we lost 15, lost 15 minutes in the beginning, but, um, well, you, you I'm, I'm in no rush. So okay, take... cool. Um, all right. So, um, you spent some time on, on a couple different children's choirs. Um, yes. And uh, after after that time, uh, you came home back to to normal life. It was it was Correct. more like a, you described it as like kind of like a mission field kind of experience. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very similar to that. I so I spent about three years uh, volunteering with the African Children's Choir. Spent most of that time in America, but we did some traveling overseas as well. Um, and they would perform concerts three or four times a week. And I worked as their music supervisor. And so I would help prepare them for concerts, get them warmed up. Um, we did a lot of high profile events that I helped prepare them for. Um, we actually recorded with Jars of Clay and Stephen Chris Chapman. So I was like fangirling and just <laughs> <laughs> loving it. We'll yeah. say Jars um, of Clay, nicest dudes. 
Yeah. They they were really Very nice. talented I, as well. I had I had, when I was that day I hung out with them like shipping them different places, yeah. man. They could not have been nicer. Dan's voice. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Great yeah. voice. I, I follow him on Twitter and he's he's a good Twitter follower. Yeah, yeah he so. really is. Yep. Uh, so yeah. after after you came back from that, you, mm-hmm. you there's a section of your book I wanna I'm gonna read your words back to you. Uh, okay. I, th- <laughs> I thought they were they were excellent. So you talk about kind of coming back to normal life, quote unquote normal. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. here, and here's kind of the excerpt of what you said. You said when I had turned when, when I had turned it when I, sorry, you didn't <laughs> say that I said that right. when, when I attended church worship, I felt like I was supposed to feel certain things or act a specific way. When really I just needed to be fully present. I needed to stop worrying about what the people around stop worrying about the people around me stop guilting guilt tripping myself uh i can't read very well for not reading the bible as much as i should and stop feeling like i need butterflies and warm fuzzies during worship for it to be real don't do just be those these words continue to haunt me so could you could you talk about Mm -hmm. that phrase of of don't do just be yes um so when i came home from tour um, it was a pretty hard adjustment because tour life had been very chaotic. You know, we were in like four different cities a week. And then all of a sudden I come home and I'm just basically have like nothing but free time. Um, and I was processing a lot. Um, I was grieving because I had spent um, three years with these amazing kids and just gotten really attached to them. And then they went home and I had to go home. And so just my brain was all over the place. And I just had a really hard time focusing and I, you know, I pick up my Bible and try to read and it just, it was just words on the page and, um, you know, all those things that I had done before that, that had just come naturally were just really difficult. And, um, Sunday morning was one of the hardest times I'd, I'd go and, you know, I'd go and walk into the, these worship services in this place that used to be one of my favorite places where I'd, you know, get those warm fuzzies and just get excited to be there. And I just would feel nothing. And, um, shortly after I got home, um, one of the, my fellow chaperones came to visit me. Um, we spent a couple weeks together and my pastor had recommended I go see this counselor that meets with a lot of, uh, former missionaries when they come off the field. And so my friend Emily and I went and met with her and, um, just kind of shared our frustration because Emily was in a similar spot. She was kind of dealing with those same frustrations and, um, and I remember I was really uncomfortable in, in that moment. I had never had any sort of counseling. And, uh, I remember I like almost started crying and I like stopped myself cause I was just too proud to cry in front of the stranger. Um, so I don't remember much from that meeting, but I remember she just looked at us and said, you've just spent so much time doing and going and y- you just need to stop putting pressure on yourself. Don't do just be, just be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember she said, it's like a little child that just wants to sit on daddy's lap. Just just spend some time with God, but just stop doing. And so, yeah, that, that stuck with me um, for a while. The, the, the last chapter and then the, uh, uh, the, the ending, like the prologue, or is that the right, right word I'm using yep. there? Ep- epilogue. Epilogue. Yep. Uh, the, the, one, the one at the, uh, the end, uh, the final chapter, <laughs> it, it's called uh, Suspended Chord. Uh, yes. And it's absolutely just a beautiful chapter. Um, Thank you. And I don't want to ruin it for our readers. Uh, spoiler alert. Yes, it, but but it, it's beautiful. Can without going into the spoiler territory, or if you want mm-hmm. any spoilers, that's fine. Um, wh- where where are you now with 
with CCM music, with, with God, with, Mm -hmm. um, all of this, this stuff. Sure. So I went through a period, um, where I basically just detested Christian music because shortly after I got back from tour and was processing through these feelings, that's when I kind of started realizing that CCM is basically just one big marketing ploy. Um, you know, and just kind of manipulating you to, to feel a certain way and to worship a certain way. So once I kind of came to grips with that, I was just like really, really pissed off and uh, <laughs> just like irate. And like I stopped listening to all CCM. I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, anytime I'd hear even just a, a measure of it, I'd be like, nope, turn it off. Um, and was like that for a number of years. And that's honestly why I wrote the book. So I couldn't figure out like why I was so angry and why I was just feeling so empty um, when I try to worship. Um, now I think I've, I've kind of worked through a lot of that. I, I still don't actively listen to CCM. It's not something I seek out. Um, but I, I've realized that there are still a lot of artists that are very genuine that are doing this because they really do love Jesus. Um, they're not caught up in the, you know, the whole marketing ploy. So, you know, there's, there's a handful of artists that I still respect and, and enjoy, but, um, yeah, on the whole, I, it's not something I consume on the regular. And I do think that's important to say that, that a lot of these artists, and you said in the book that Stephen Curtis Chapman was so genuine. Um, a a lot of these artists are genuine people and what they are doing, they, they, um, they're not fully aware of, of, of what they're contributing to or what they're part of. It is a genuine belief that what they're doing is good. They, they, they truly believe they are doing good. And in some cases they are doing good. Like, like Switchfoot, for example, they do all kinds of really, really awesome things. Um, and I don't think any of it is with any kind of ill intent on anyone. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. I do think some people are though. Oh, I mean, there's, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've heard yeah. plenty of stories of like, I mean, it, it would not, it would not even remotely surprise me if Chris Tomlin was an atheist. Like if he came out that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I know that that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. exists. Like, that there are artists that just could not give a crap. It's literally they found this is the avenue they can make money and get their music mm-hmm. heard, and so that's what they're they're exploiting it. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, so yeah. I know there's I know that stuff's out there. I mean, so like nothing would surprise me at this point. And he definitely has yeah. that gift and that ability to. to oh, he a, knows he's it, a hit maker. He absolutely is. He so, knows exactly yeah. what he's and doing. I, I, and I don't want to put that on him to say. No, no. no. He, I mean, for for him, it could be completely right. Genuine. Absolutely, but, but what I'm saying is, it, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know where I think it would just devastate a lot of people. Whereas if that happened, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I, of course it would tank yeah. his career. Yeah. yeah. Of well, course it would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he'd be yeah. gone. He'd be done. Yeah. A lot of them yeah. are, are, are smoking what they're selling. Yeah. So, he'd so. become a U2 cover band. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is basically <laughs> yes. what he is now. Yeah. I yeah. Know. He, I, does, he doesn't I know say anything outside of, of GC and D. <laughs> yeah. Chris Tomlin is one of the ones that I, I cannot stand to this day. Like I just, he, I think he is the epitome of just the formulaic, yep. yeah, yeah. repetitive. Oh, yeah. He yeah. writes incredible boomer worship. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, My I'm, mom loves him. Yeah. I'm oh, sure he yeah. goes home and, <laughs> and cries himself to sleep at night on the stacks of million dollars. Yep, that they've got. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is he has a bed. He has a bed made of dollar bills. He's yeah. the Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, of Christian absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so um w- w- if there was anything you would say 
uh, about what you've learned from CCM, you know, looking back on all the mm-hmm. years of, of your life that was dedicated to it. What, mm-hmm. what's, what have, what have you learned? What, what's probably been the, what, what's something good that came out of it? Oh man. Um, I mean, I think it, it did fuel my love for music, which I think continues to grow. And now that I've kind of grown out of CCM, it's given me a, an opportunity to expand um, what I listen to. And um, I think even as a songwriter, um, I hate to say this, but it kind of shows me the way I don't want to write. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it taught me some good lessons in that in that regard. Um Got you the opportunity to be on a sweet podcast. Ah, I know. <laughs> well, got you the opportunity to be on a podcast. On you know what? You, you guys are my you guys are my first choice of interviews, and you're the first interview I've done. I haven't scheduled any yes, others. Exclusive. So I know. I know. Yeah. Um. So the rest of the, these questions I have are just goofy. So, but I'm going to ask them because I'm curious, and you know, go for it. Uh, uh, you you mentioned doing special music. Uh, which mm-hmm. you aptly called uh, Christian karaoke, um, <laughs> which it is. God, it's it so is good. Legitimate Christian karaoke. The only <laughs> difference is you have to memorize the words. It is so good. Not yep. on the screen in front of you. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are some of these songs that you uh, you did Christian karaoke to? Oh gosh, let's see. Um, well, I, mem- I remember the very first special music I ever did, um, but I actually I didn't use a backing track. I actually had someone play piano. It was a Rebecca St. James Ooh, song. Uh, it was called "Speak to Me." I think it was on her God album. Oh yeah. Um, pretty sure I did probably several others from yeah. that album. Your own accompaniment. Please tell me you did "On My Knees" by Jackie Velasquez. I never did that. <laughs> one. No. Damn it. I- only because so many other people did. <laughs> I, get off my knees. I, I was tempted. I don't know that I ever did a Jackie Velasquez song. Um, I I know I did a couple of Nicole Nordeman songs. Oh yeah, she was one of my favorites, yeah, and my, I actually I, my wife I still was really like her. her. Yeah, she's she's still cool. If you follow her on Twitter, she she's been she's oh, awesome. Yeah. I covered she's Jennifer. Speak- I, I covered Jennifer Knapp with a student in my youth group at her nice. at a high school talent show. I play, nice. guitar, I play guitar for her. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. I did. Uh, I did Sonic Flood. I did Make a I Joyful Noise you. by David Crowder. I did. Did you do it with an accompaniment track? So no, That's I played not, it. Oh no, no, we're talking about like the cheesy. Okay, like, oh, no, I played that. Shit. Yeah, the background. Okay, did you yeah. ever do it? With, I did like, not. No. I did Walk on Water, Audio Adrenaline. I did One of These Days. Did Point of Grace keep the candle burning? <laughs> point nice. Of grace. I'm not Jesus even Christ, fucking man. kidding, man. I rocked that shit. Point of Grace. No, Michael, rock does not <laughs> describe anything that you just did. Um, I really want to know how you pulled off a Point of Grace song. <laughs> uh, that is where curious. don't e- don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. Oh, believe me, we're not worried about it. Let's just go. Sh- <laughs> yeah, it's it. Yeah. It's, it was something. I don't think I can remember the words though. Now at this point, I have to. I'm oh, thank God. Good. We'll have to try that. Michael yeah. is eight ten. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I, here, here's another question. Uh, uh, why, while you were on your honeymoon, you went and saw a concert? Uh, what yes. concert was this? Demon Hunter. <laughs> yes. I've never heard of Demon Hunter. You never heard of Demon Hunter? No, I haven't no. either. I was, I was busy listening to T Bone. That must have been. That I must think, have yeah. been after my time. I think Demon Hunter still goes. Yeah. S- still around. 
pretty I sure. I think they are. Yeah, I think my husband actually, I think, just mentioned today, hey, man, Demon Hunter was on uh, um, on tour like last year sometime. He's like, how did we miss that? Because, yeah, it's one of my my husband's favorite bands. Boy, they They're like, just it's like released a an album in March band. of last year. Yeah. Yo- the, al- the album War. Yo- Yogi, the uh, drummer, he came to my, my parents' house and he ate like... Wait, the drummer for Demon Hunter? Yeah, he did. Um, what? Yogi, the drummer? <laughs> yeah, Yogi. Came to your parents' house. Yeah, and he <laughs> ate probably uh, probably six or seven chicken breasts. I- <laughs> but why was the lead singer for... Don't worry about it. Why we was- jumped on a trampoline into the lake. It was awesome. <laughs> Why was he at your house? Why, why wouldn't he be at my house? It's where Demon Hunters come to hang. The drummer from Demon Hunter. The drummer from Def Leppard only has one arm. God. Well, I will tell my husband that. He'll be very impressed. Yeah. I love that the drummer from Demon Hunter ate all your chicken. Yeah, he ate a lot of chicken. Oh, God. It was good chicken, though. I have to say, my mom knows how to use that George Foreman grill. <laughs> Wait, you cook chicken on a... George Foreman Grill? Have you ever been to my parents, George Foreman yeah, land? My parents, I owned George one in college when Beth and I first got married. What you you say your parents still use one? No, they no not, not anymore, no. So this is back when George Foreman was cool. <laughs> All right, here, so the so, 70s. So I want to play a little bit of a game. Um Okay. Uh, let me. Let me. My notes just disappeared here. You're not going to do all these, are you? Yeah, I'm going to do all of them. Michael, there's like so, 15 or 20 here. All right, we're going to rapid fire here. <laughs> oh my um, god. So I, 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 Jamie, I'm so sorry. While I was You're reading fine. your book, um, I uh, wrote down every single artist that you that you listed that was a Christian artist. Um, okay. And I want to know your favorite song from each one. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I think so. All right. DC Talk. Oh man, um, I would probably say, uh, "What if I stumble?" Ooh, that's good. I played that one in company but too. Yeah. Church, uh, audio adrenaline. Oh man, um, God, I wasn't like a huge audio A fan. Oh man, I hate to say big house because that's so cliche. That's you can say big. Just house say free ride, and we'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to that big house. That's the only one I could think of right now. Uh, Newsboys. <laughs> Oh, um, once again, total assholes. Yeah, I know. Just such you a can shame. say skip um, and we'll be fine. No, I actually really <laughs> like Newsboys, and they had one. I think it was called the Breakfast Song oh, that yeah, I really liked. Yep. So we're gonna go with that one. Is that they don't serve breakfast in hell? Yeah, that is exactly. That's it. That's uh, one. Well, uh, I guess we're not gonna release this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh man, see, he was my favorite. So picking one of his is tough. Um, I'm gonna go with Hearts Cry. Ooh, deep cut. Yeah, it's the yeah. sequel to Dove, "When Doves Cry" by yeah, right? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> uh, big Tent Revival. I think there's only one answer for this. <laughs> did they have another song? Yeah, they had "What Would Jesus Do." <laughs> did I mention Big Tent Revival in my book? You I don't remember that. You oh did. gosh, I honestly I don't think I can even think this of a Big Tent Revival song. song about two sets two of Joneses. There you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go with that one. All right, yeah. uh, Delirious. Oh man, um, it's terrible. The only one I can think of is "Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble?" <laughs> my glorious. <laughs> oh yeah, my glorious. We played yeah. the shit out of that. God, we played yeah, that we song. It was my yeah. favorite song to play. Ad nauseum. I forgot about that one. Stomp yeah. that distortion pedal, baby. Yeah, baby. Play uh, those octaves. <laughs> yeah, all the way up the neck. Rebecca, <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, Rebecca St. James. <laughs> no, she didn't, Michael. 
Um, oh gosh, let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, the one that I sang for special music. Uh, speak to me. Um, Supertones. Oh man, I don't know. I didn't own any of their albums. I just saw them in concert like okay. five times. Pass on that one. Let's do. Yeah, uh, I got ja- nothing on that one. Jackie Velasquez. Oh man. <laughs> There's only one answer to this. I know. I mean, on my knees. There we go. Yep. Uh, Avalon. Oh. Um, Are you yeah. seriously gonna do all these, Michael? Yeah, I'm gonna do all of them. Jesus Christ. We got <laughs> Let, let's let's go with Testify to Love. This, again, yeah. that's what I can think of. Uh, third day. Oh man. Um, that one about the thief on the cross. Those were also nice guys, by the way. Yeah, I met them too. Yeah, yeah. they seem pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a total blank. Yeah, what was that one about the thief oh, on the cross? I can't even think of the name. I can't of it. even remember. I think one of the last concerts I went to uh, in the past like five years was uh, Third Day and Stephen Curtis Chapman. Why? Nice. <laughs> I was nice. Volunteering. Were for you drunk? Hungry. No, I was volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I can't All think right. of uh, any Jars of song titles. Jars of Clay. Um, oh gosh, there was one on their debut album. You know, it's funny. I can think of the track number. It was like track nine, but I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, anyway. Let's, let's do... Uh, I'm going to skip some because Matt's giving me the stink eye. No, I'm, I'm not doing anything of the sort, Michael. I wasn't even looking um, at you. Andrew Peterson. <laughs> God. I still love Andrew Peterson. Oh, I've been gosh. to a lot I of I really shows. like him, too. Yeah. Um, there's one song. I can't think of the title, but um, some of the lyrics are... Sometimes the church feels like it isn't anything more than the second coming of the Pharisees. Ooh. And I can't think of what the title of that I'm song is. On the title uh, of that Jars of Clay, which tra- what track did you say? Nine? I think nine. Worlds yeah. Apart? That's it. Yep, yep that's that a one. good one. Love that yep. one. Yep. Um, Nicole Nordman. Oh, man. Um, she had one which I performed for special music called Why, and it was a um, very pretty song. It was uh, basically the Jesus on the cross told from the perspective of this little girl that witnessed it, and that's pretty powerful. All right. And let's do, uh, I want to do the normals. Oh gosh. You know, any of the normal songs? I do. I had like two of their albums and again, I can't think of a single song. Andrew Osanga was the lead singer. That's, I don't know. Who that yes. Is. He was, he was yeah. deep into I really like, Russian I saw them in literature. Concert. That's so was I. That's great. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to throw this, this, this one out. All right. Okay. Um, can we do a quick uh, lightning round? Absolutely. I feel like that's what we just did. I'm, I'm asking. Well, this is an additional lightning round. Double lightning round. Double lightning. All right. Um, lightning uh, round two. Electric boogaloo. What, what is your? We're not allowed to say that anymore. It's racist or it's, something. We started it. Fuck them. I don't know. <laughs> Have you heard that, that that might be racist now? I don't. Whatever. We started it. We were doing. We've been doing it for four years. So uh, I'm not going to use it anymore. I am. Okay. Um. What's your drink of choice? Beverage of choice. Right. Uh, red wine, preferably a cab. Ooh, nice. Um, do you have a favorite curse word? I'll go with fuck. Yeah, I mean it's just a, it just really works. It really. I hope does. my mom isn't listening. To it's this. Yeah. She's not. I can assure you, she's she would not. Check, yeah, out she long check out long before yeah. this interview. Well, She'd be hey, done five minutes in. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to preface it with skip the first part. Yeah, <laughs> skip the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Do you believe... I'm gonna advise that she not, but uh, you know. <laughs> Do you believe in the multiverse? Um, sure. Why not? 
Um, yes, I do, and we live in the dumbest timeline. So <laughs> yes, yeah, we really got screwed. <laughs> yeah, we did somewhere. Our other selves are really enjoying everything in life, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. I know. Um, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh gosh. Um, if you say Attack of the Clones, you're a cop. Say it, say it. No, if you no, say no. Attack it, of the Clones, we're not releasing this podcast. It was the first, the first one with Ray in it. Oh, oh Force Awakens. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. And I will say that because I did not like Star Wars until that movie came out. Oh, Ray oh, is wow. Ray is freaking. She's fantastic. great. Yeah. They She's really a great did a character. great job with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her yeah, and she, Kylo fight. Me. Yeah, yeah. That whole storyline drew yep. me in. Yep. All right, and then I'm going to make this the last one, uh, and because it's kind of getting warmer out now, uh, what do you put? What goes on a hot dog? <laughs> um, I put ketchup on God and mustard. It. Thank you. Sorry, and maybe some relish. I'm telling you, well, I'm boy, you, what, you go the whole way. Get some, get some like there really you know. spicy pickles. Cut those bastards up like relish and put them on. Or there. Or you could just save yourself the time and yeah. do relish. It's, uh, it's not yeah. unless it's spicy relish. It's not the fucking same, is it? <laughs> All right, Hi, I'm, Jamie's mom. <laughs> Sorry for the language. Right. <laughs> Sorry for all the curse words. Um, I, I do have one more. What is the last CCM it. album you listened to start to finish? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't even know. Is there one Actually, that you I would do. listen to? All right, go ahead. Um, probably the last one that I did listen to was Nicole Nordeman's latest album. She put one out a couple years ago, and because she's still pretty cool, I bought that and didn't love it, but um, I, I still like her. So, but yeah, that was the last one I Fair listened enough. to. All right, I'm about to go on a CCM like a nostalgia I can feel it. binge. I can feel it. I listened yeah. to two and a two and like a fifth album. I'm, I'm today literally thinking hardcore. I'm going to put I'm going to on Apple Music. I'm going to put together a like a CCM yeah. a playlist of shit I listened to. Yeah, yeah. Way back in the day, just uh, some songs here and there. I can yeah. already feel just, like I'm when on. you do send it to me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, what was funny while I was writing the book, I would often pull out some of the songs just to kind of help trigger memories and to to help write. And uh, there was a couple moments where I just stop and listen and be like, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> like, like I remember specifically I put in Rebecca St. James God album and that was one of my favorites. Like I loved yeah. her. I wanted to be her. Like she was just awesome. And it started and my husband's there listening with me and he had never heard it before. And she starts singing and he said, is she trying to be Alanis? Yeah. And I said, that's yeah. exactly what she's well, trying we, to do. We and, talked before the interview when we were doing our songs, CCM songs, yeah. like there was the the whole thing in the nineties was like, everybody was just aping a secular yeah. band. Exactly. Like it was yeah. like, Oh, there's a secular band, but they cuss too much. So what if we did it, but did it Christian? Right. Well, I remember going to if that. You like this guy. I, mean, yes. my, I remember my youth minister did a class at a, at a convention mm-hmm. and the whole class was, Christian like alternatives to secular music. And it yeah. was like if, if he had a he had a sheet that he sent people out home with, like, if you like this, then try this. What was that bookstore like, we went to in Westtown? Cedar Point? Yeah. They had a thing that it was like, if you like this, yes. try this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. And I ate oh, that shit yeah, up. Yeah, so did I, man. Me too. That's yeah. how I found most of the musicians oh, I listened yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. They yep. had that at Berean. Berean was my Bible college. Every, my, every, uh, every Bible, Bible bookstore had it. Bible yeah. bookstore. Every one of them had it. So you can buy their eighteen dollars CDs. Yeah, seriously, God. <laughs> one month into speaking, of, one month into college, Dad called me. He's like, "You need to stop spending money. 
Because pretty much we'd been going every weekend. I'd buy two or three CDs. And they were like 17, 18 yeah, bucks for a CD at the time. Yeah, that's He's insane. like, I spent, I spent half my graduation money in about a month. Jeez. I'm pretty sure when I went yeah. to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went broke buying all my CCM albums. Yeah. So. Yeah. They were so. Thank expensive. God for Apple Music, man. Am I right? Yeah. 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 All right. So um, I'm going to post your links in yeah. the in the show notes. But mm-hmm. uh, where can people find you online? Where can they they stay in touch? The the um, sure. yeah. yeah. Where, where's all the information? So on Twitter, I'm at Jamie Coker. And Coker is K-O-C-U-R. Jamie's J-A-M-I-E. Uh, Instagram, it's Jamie underscore Coker. And then I've got a Facebook author page that I just set up. It's Jamie Coker author. So those are all my digits. Yep. Go follow all those things. Uh, the the book. The or interact with her in the Pastor's yeah. Pub. Oh, she is in the Pastor's yep. Pub, yes. That too. Yeah. Dollar gets you in, 10 cents Dollar gets you, get you in. If you want to... <laughs> Five yep. cents gets you even shittier content. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, the book is called My CCM Soundtrack Life. Yes. So. And uh, I was hoping to have it out May 1st, but then this whole pandemic hit, and the I what? do not recommend self publishing your first book <laughs> in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, so. I'm aiming for May fifteenth. So um, don't let that Democrat hoax get you down, Jamie. Yeah, really. I know. I know. Gosh. <laughs> oh, somebody shoot me! Oh, God. But, All right, thank you so much thanks, for coming Jamie. on the yeah. podcast. You're welcome. And I was going to add, if you guys would like, we'd be happy to give you guys a few promo codes if you want to give out some oh, copies so of the book. Oh, we'd yeah. be, yeah. be happy do to do that. Tweet oh, us. Okay. Yep. Retweet this shit. Yep. We'll cool. we'll, we'll post it in the uh, in, in, on the Twitter. Twitter.com slash pastors podcast. Awesome. Sweet. Sounds All right. Good. Awesome. Well, that, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys. This was so much fun. Yeah, we'll thanks. see you in the pub. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right. Now that it's the longest episode ever. Pretty long. We started three hours ago. Yeah, we did. Well, but. The five yeah. stars get got real. But one star is dead. No five stars, Brad. What do you got? Um, let me wait for. Yep. Oh my God. I seen nothing at Brandon Evans 619. Her? I may or may not have cranked the bass in my car and rolled the windows down when listening to the Kenneth Copeland remix. Looking forward to his mixtape. COVID-19! 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 I blow the breath of God! What a fucking lunatic. Uh, hope he dies in a fire. Crazy. Beth supports dis- social distancing and staying home at Super Doxy Lover. What? This is a person. Uh, this show is dangerous. I was listening, very concerned about the COVID-19 phone calls. I was eating my lunch and driving. I almost choked to death and then almost crashed the car because I was laughing so hard. Thanks for the laughs, even though I almost died. It's entirely possible we end up killing somebody one day. <laughs> well, what, a, what a way to go. Yeah, if, I know, right? if we do, they're dead to us. And then, wow. Jesus Christ, Michael. <laughs> uh, Going uh, back, hey, if they do, then uh, we'll come to their their funeral and sing. I wish we'd all been ready. Okay, that's fine. Or I get on my knees. Three part harmony. Yeah, I got the bass. Two men walking <laughs> up a hill. 
Rachel at Rach underscore tweets. Yo, Rach. Going back into the archives and listening to the Rachel Held Evans episode of Pastors Podcast. Oh, yeah. Love hearing her voice again, but feeling hella sad and missing yeah. her presence hard right now. It's been about a year. It's been almost it? right at a year. Yeah. So, Shit. man, I, I'm telling you, I said it. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I think in 10 to 20 years is when pe- when her impact is really, people are really going to yeah. see it. Um. I don't she think, was. She I mean, was. She's a, had she a was, huge impact. Just was, on yeah. that. Oh, she's had yeah. a, just a, a massive impact. Just, but I, I don't know that. I think it's going to take history a long time to catch up to just how, like, yeah, Im, influential she has been to so many people. Yeah. So, yeah, that man. was a memorable episode for us. She was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. She, she was. She was just fun. Interview. She was. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it. All right, well, let's do the smash tags and get the fuck out of here. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Hashtag callous knees. Yeah, I got that one. Nice. Hashtag what if a DC-10 fell on your head? (laughs) What if a DC-10 fell on your head? Hashtag my lyrics go buck, buck, buck. I don't remember that. That's one. from T Bone. Yeah. Hashtag you mean Kate <laughs> You made you fool out made fool out yourself in front of T Bone. <laughs> you burn that story shoot T Bone? Oh, most definitely. <clears throat> That's a great made, man. That is a made, deep made a arrested out, development. Made cut. Fool out yourself in front, front of T Bone. <laughs> um uh, Hashtag you mean Cademan's brother? <laughs> Hashtag octopus slapping a girl's tits. <laughs> like some good old fashioned tentacle porn. Currently at the top of my list. Uh, hashtag bulk help. <laughs> hashtag tastes like pond water. It did, man. No, it didn't. Hashtag yeah, it my did. palate for lake water. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really pretty good ones in this episode. Uh, hashtag Michael Chickless and picket fences. <laughs> Oh, I hate that I got that wrong. Michael shit. <laughs> Hashtag down to bone. Down to bone. Hashtag I said months, not inches. Same thing. <laughs> no, it's fucking not. Uh, hashtag your spiritual gift is palms. <laughs> did that get cut? Was that in the original? Oh, it might have got cut. Did it get yeah, cut? I think it did. Think oh, it, it might have. Damn it. Lost it. Uh, hashtag Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather of Christian music. <laughs> and then hashtag drummer from Demon Hunter 87 Chicken Press. <laughs> Dude, he's uh, hungry. I've got hashtag callous knees. Hashtag biggity Baskin Robbins. <laughs> hashtag goat soap. Hashtag I was grateful two weeks ago. <laughs> A Matt Polly joint. Uh, I was grateful two weeks ago. Hashtag married to the sound guy. Uh, hashtag Christian karaoke. Hashtag Yogi the drummer. Hashtag a few nuggets of air. Uh, hashtag husky jeans. <laughs> I was talking with Mandy about that. I remember when I was a kid, 
you go into JCPenney, they had a section with a massive fucking sign hanging from the ceiling. Husky. Husky yeah. Like, why don't you just put fat asses over here? Like, holy shit. Huge ass. God. <laughs> no, no, no. You need the, the fucking fat ass section, you fat ass. God. Uh, hashtag butthole loophole. <laughs> and then hashtag potato gun for an asshole. I swear to God, that's got to win, right? <laughs> All right, I've got hashtag I alone am lame. <laughs> I don't know what that even that's is. That's from your poem. Oh, yeah, that's right. I alone am lame. It's, it's the worst live song ever. <laughs> uh, uh, hashtag palette for lake water. Um, hashtag grateful, grateful two weeks ago. Hashtag down to bone. Hashtag bugle boy commercial. Hashtag she must be a Christian. Hashtag fondant pubes and hashtag gift of tongues. See, I think that got cut. What? The get the gift of tongues. Oh, it gift did? Of, I think it did. I think yeah. it did, man. Oh, man. Because I said, no, you got, you was like, oh, I had the gift of tongues. I said, no, you got the gift of palms, Michael. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> I think people can fill in the blanks. Without potato gun for an asshole. <laughs> I think she must be Christian. No. <laughs> I think it's got to be potato gun for Is that her butthole loophole? The butthole loophole. <laughs> I do kind of like butthole loophole too. It's got a it's got a nice ass, it's got a nice rhyme to it. Got a nice ass to it. <laughs> there are you going with that? No. All right, I'm fine with that. Wait, but, what? I don't care. <laughs> butthole loophole. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> We're not even fucking trying anymore. No, nobody uses the hashtags anymore. No. Who gives a shit? Come on, Dave. We need you to pull through on butthole loophole. <laughs> Do it, butte, butthole, butthole loophole. All right. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up oh. on social media with the hashtag hashtag butthole loophole. <laughs> We are on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. <laughs> at MJ Basinger. At, at, at COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19. Uh, we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Um, Instagram, the Glorious Pastors. Um, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you want more hot content like uh, Dick Pounder. <laughs> Head on over to Patreon.com or Tommy Martz. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast to get all your hot, sticky content. Hey, can you send your stories, Michael? I am recording a podcast right now. Fuck you. Can we hurry this up and you can watch that Beagle Boy commercial again? (laughs) (laughs) I might have to go watch that Beagle Boy commercial. (laughs) God damn. I do not remember that one. I'm in the market for some jeans. Boy, what happened to Bugle Boy? Who needs her? Bugle Boy is one of the things that mom would buy. He's like, God damn it. Fucking Bugle who Boy. Needs, who needs purple overalls? Jesus. What <laughs> you about Oshkosh Bagosh? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what it was. Bugle Boy was just adult Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> teenage Oshkosh Bagosh. Tweens. <laughs> Talk to the high voice. <laughs> Mama needs new jeans. <laughs> No, I need the cool ones. Here's some bugle boys. I wanted Jukos. You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. Ridiculous. Completely.
completely ridiculous. <laughs>